<laughs> There's your slate. There's the slate. I found it just in time. <laughs> good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Good That's evening. Good Happy Sunday uh, evening. Yeah. This is exciting to have a guest here, right, Pat? Yeah, we. It's like one after the other. We have guests each week, and we got a special guest, Jeremy, sitting right down below here. And you guys watch the Epic Film Guys podcast. Um, Fred heads the documentary, which we're going to talk about. And man, I really, I was trying to squeeze it in before today, and I was just so busy because I wanted to watch it so I, I could talk more about it. But you can tell us all about it. Oh yeah, heck yeah, heck yeah. And we're going to be talking a ton of John Carpenter. Oh. Yeah, if there's not a love of John Carpenter love fandom here, I don't know where it's not. So yeah, seriously, it. right? John Carpenter? Never heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> we, who's uh, that? Yeah, who's that? We did what? We did our top. We did our top ten with Jeremy way back. God, what was that? January, right? God, yeah, I think so. so. Yeah. It's been a long time. Wow. But we've been looking forward to having you on for one of our live shows, bud. Oh, so, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Joseph, what's up? Joseph, the horror guy, saying hello. Hell yeah. Don't be shy, everybody. Hit us up in the <laughs> chat. Hit us up in the chat. That's right. Now, you just uh, you just spoke to Stacy, uh, or you just spoke to Mrs. Carpenter not too long ago, right? Sandy, yeah. Sandy, yeah, not Stacy. Oh, yeah, man, yeah. I'm way off. Sandy, <laughs> Sandy wow. King. No, no, you, yeah, Sandy S, King. You, you, were, you were close. What kind, of, what kind of fan am I? <laughs> Samsonite. I was, I was, would you shut the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh we had Sandy on the on the podcast and you know talked about her career. I mean, she's had an amazing career herself. Um she's worked worked with a lot of uh, incredible filmmakers and uh you know, one of the things she's had such a great career um and like I love the comic books that she produces. Um I'm an avid, you know, purchaser of those and uh so one of the things that that Justin, my co-host and I had uh discussed was we were like you know yes like a lot of her filmography is, is rooted in john carpenter films but like we made a conscious effort to not like make the the whole conversation john uh john carpenter centric because it's like dude of course she's she's had her own amazing career so it's like let's talk about all that stuff man and like one thing that uh i really wanted to talk with her about but like time was just just going in the conversation and was like all right you know don't want to keep her for too long. Uh, I wanted to talk about John Carpenter's Vampires 2, uh, Los Muertos. John Bon Jovi. Dude, <laughs> I, I was like, man, I just want to like talk to her about the fact that Eddie Winslow was in a vampire movie where he gets turned into a vampire from a vampire sucking his dick. And I'm like, because <laughs> that's that's how he gets turned. And I'm yeah. like, I just I, I, I just wanted to talk. Yeah, that's about what happened that movie. to us. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's not outside of the realm of possible. You know did you <laughs> did you ever see what was the Triumph the Insult comic dog when Conan had that dog on? Do you remember when they met up with John Bon Jovi? Oh and he God. says, "You start in Vampires Los Muertos. Finally, something that allows you to suck." <laughs> <laughs> Triumph, I missed that dog, but anyway, uh, I met him. I met the the Triumph the guy. Yeah, yeah. Robert oh. Robert Schmeagel is his name. Um, oh, I went mm -hmm. to the uh, the Kennedy Center. I think that was like January. They were honoring uh, Adam Sandler, so I just hung oh, out. Nice. I got I got to meet Ben Stiller, uh, S Steve Buscemi, nice. but Robert Schmeagel was there, and I, so got a picture with him as well. He was super nice. Yeah, that, I did cool. see that. You got uh, you got lucky with that one, but that was some good stuff at that show. Dude, man, it, it was an all day thing, but it was uh, 
It was it was super cool. And the person who I was kind of expecting to not be cool was Steve Buscemi. I heard he's really intense, and he was definitely very intense. But he uh, accommodated everybody. He signed and took pictures with everybody, which was cool. That's, oh, that's cool. cool, man. That's real yeah. cool. Yeah, it wasn't like didn't Jennifer Aniston show up, but she went in a different entrance or something like that. Or I remember you guys yeah. commenting about yeah. it in the group. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, okay. So, dude, so Jennifer Aniston, she was like, "Oh, dude, I I don't want to be anywhere near people who aren't." A bajillionaire so like bring me in a secret entrance so i don't have to see the <laughs> the mouth breathing normal people and uh so <laughs> we uh breathing normal people. we we never saw her i mean we saw her like inside through the glass like of the kennedy center it's like oh shit there's jennifer anderson um but you know who who sucks and like they put on such a front and it's like you're at you're not cool though like you want people to think that you're cool. You want people to think that you're down to earth and like fan friendly, but you're not. It's fucking Drew Barrymore, dude. Like, really? Wow. Dude, it's it's all a front. It's all an act. Like, I have buddies in LA that, you know, she just wants nothing to do with fans. Like, she doesn't want anything to do with like anyone in the general public. She's like, mm, you're not rich. Get out of here. Um, you hear that but, screencast piece, people? <laughs> dude, she was. I had three opportunities at Drew. Like she walked right past me three times. And like, it's just a situation of like, and it, it would be one of those things if like, oh, well, she just wasn't feeling it that day. But it's like, I right. know for a fact she doesn't do it ever. She doesn't. She's, if somebody could be like, oh, I'm such a big fan. She's like, oh, okay, hi, bye. She like, you know, Beelines it, but you know, she walked past me three times, and at one point, like, dude, she actually engaged with me because uh, I had my buddy's scream laser disc, and uh, it had literally everyone but her on it. And I was like, Drew, Wes Craven signed this, I just need your signature on it. And she, like, was literally two feet from me, and she looked over me, she was like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> and then just like walked inside the building, and I'm like, dude. Like, she could have at least said something, but instead it was just like, I, like, it was a weird hand gesture thing. So I'm like, I don't know what that was, but like, yeah, she's just like, not, not fan friendly. So maybe she can't write. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you, uh, scream, you know, fans that are hoping to get, you know, you better pray she does private signing because (laughs) it ain't happening. If you see her, she won't do it, man. Oh, the ET cast piece people too. Yeah. Jesus, dude. Yeah, it's so funny though because like a week later I saw a thing on on like Facebook one of the reels where like someone was in the audience of like her you know Talk show to. yeah her show being filmed and they were like crying and she was like what's wrong she was like I'm just and the person was like I'm just such a big fan of you and she went over and like was like hugging the person in the audience it's cuz the cameras were there I bet you she like of I bet you she burned the clothes that she was wearing. She was like, mm, this, this touched normal people. Commercial I can't. break. Commercial break. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> I have one of her assistants go out there. Go, go hug that person right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Say it's for me. So, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> that's that's my song and dance on that. She didn't do like the big Ern McCracken, right? You mind wiping that shit off the next time you come back? Yeah. <laughs> he, said, go, he said, go wash that off. Go, go wash that, that off before yeah. you come back over here. Dude, I fucking love Kingpin so much. And the fact that you oh. guys are, are dropping references to that movie, that's incredible. We did a watch along, uh, what, a couple Tuesdays ago. All three of us, yeah. we one, uh, we started getting to know each other. That was like one of our first bonding, like non-horror related movies. <laughs> what is it about good sex that makes me have to crap?
Oh my god. <laughs> we were we were commenting and just quoting the whole movie from start to finish. Oh, big time. We we're just on a roll. Yeah, we 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 don't take it serious, man. We just have a good time, man. Yeah, we're, just, yeah. we're all about the positive here, man. Uh, Pat and I were talking about it last night. It's just we're just having fun, man. We're not you know, it's nice to have people watch it too. This is fun for all yeah. all three of us here. We, we just, oh, that's right. Yeah, Brett and I were talking last night, and I apologize because my wife's like, "Man, you were really drunk, and you were just chewing his ear off last night." So, <laughs> like, I'll apologize to Brett tomorrow. I was at a music festival all day long yesterday, so oh, I was yeah. drinking from morning to, and I kept going. And I got a, uh, on the phone with Brett, and uh, I was like, bah, 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 bah. "My wife's like, you just wouldn't stop talking." Well, yeah, we <laughs> but we kept on talking. It's like we've repeated everything. It's like I I can't tell you since age forty how many people I've met that I can't wait till age 45 to meet them in person. I've met them online. You know what I mean? It's no, just like, no. Jeremy, we, I, we saw each other. I'm sure that we just didn't know each other. Oh, we've gotten sure. to know each other the last few years, but for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we've never met Joe in person yet. We're so excited for that, but this kind of, it's the way you do the streamings now. It's like, yeah, you know him anyways. You're like, you know him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I just, uh, just met a friend, uh, in LA last weekend and we had been, probably talking basically every day for like a year and we hung out when I was out there and did not feel like the first time we were hanging out at all because like we've you know we've FaceTimed you know we've talked we've texted you know all that stuff so it's pretty cool when when internet friends become real friends you know yeah when you have all this stuff in common really it's like yeah you feel like you're You've been friends for a long time. You've known each other for a long time. What was cool is last week when we had Dustin McNeil on, and you're a friend of Dustin's too, yeah, uh, Jeremy. And uh, he was telling us about because we had asked about Travis uh, Mullins, who co-wrote the book with him. Because you don't, he's not usually out there. He, Dustin's much more approachable, and he's usually out there, and you can you can grab him. And he said he, I think he said he only met him once and talked to him like three times. And they Weird. wrote a, and they wrote two books together. Weird. Isn't that something? I when that's, I heard that, wild. I was like, wow. Yeah, that's yeah, wild. That, that is crazy, man. Hey, do you uh, have all those books, Jeremy? Do, or I do. I do. Yeah. I'm on a shelf right in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, those books are just great. I got to get my hands on the other ones, though, because they do sound interesting. The Phantasm yeah, I, one and the Chucky one. I have uh, I, I've I've read his his Phantasm one front to back. Um, I had Angus Grimm sign it. I think nice. that was like 2015 or 2016, whatever it was. But yeah, it was a great book. That's cool. Yeah. That Sarah Connor figure behind you is that is that an autographed figure or no? It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Arnold one is too, man. The uh, this guy. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's that, awesome. It's She's... it's the Arnold one is made out to Dave, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, all right, because like I, I was like, man, I want to get a Terminator like signed action figure, but I didn't want like a, a shit bald Arnold signature on it, and and I found this one. It's beautiful, man. It's like sit down you know, full signature, but mm -hmm. you know, he made it out to Dave and the guy that I bought it from said that, uh, basically the way that it happened was he waited outside of like Conan O'Brien or, or some, some talk show back in, I guess it wouldn't be Conan O'Brien, some, some talk show back in the day. And Arnold came out and like, he basically had to beg Arnold to do it. And finally Arnold was like, okay, what's your name? <laughs> and like ins insisted on <laughs> insisted on writing you know the names so i'm like i'm like all right well fuck it now nah, i'm dave it's cool <laughs> yeah foobar yeah i haven't seen that yet i need to couple episodes in i enjoy it ah well, Mary Beth, hello joe's better half joe's neighbor right. look at that up, man. 
They're in the house. They're I just finished uh, watching that Arnold docuseries, the three uh, three series. It's really good, man. It's really I heard good. it's great. I heard yeah, it's man. great. I'm, I'm going to check it out for sure. Yeah, what is that on? What is this streaming on? It's on Netflix. Netflix? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, it's, I got to uh, check that out. Pretty cool. It cuts it into three parts. I think the first part is where he's athlete, actor, and then when he got into politics. So it kind of gives you different uh, sides of all of these different endeavors in life. It's freaking sweet. If his, if, dude, his story is crazy, man, because like yeah. I, I watched uh, one of those like Annie bios on him and like yeah. he was he was a millionaire before he started acting. And like people don't don't know that he got into real estate. Yeah, but, that's right. Uh, yeah, they yeah. cover that. That's 100 yeah. percent accurate. Yeah. 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 That's true. He's like, he was so ambitious. Like he literally was that visualization. Like he visualized it and he did it. Everything he achieved, he visualized it and he achieved it. And he said, the mind's a powerful thing. He's like, he came from a little town in Austria and now, you know, he did all these amazing things. He had three careers, man. He's already on his fourth act, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shit. yeah. Pumping iron did wonders for him. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it did. Yeah. Yeah, his first couple of films were so horrible, but he didn't let that deter him. He couldn't speak the, the language. His acting was trash, but he still stayed at it. And then look what he became. It's Hercules amazing. In, Hercules in New York, man. Dude. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> I thought the discus. The discus. Dude, that was good, man. The discus. <laughs> Dude, he's got some, good. There's some movies that, like, you know, a lot of people don't like Last Action Hero. I, I think Last Action Hero is hilarious. It is. Yeah. Dude, it got I a lot of shit, movie. but for all the 90s kids, bro, I fucking love Last, the Last mm -hmm. Action Hero, man. Dude, God, when he, yeah, when he ghost rides that car, or like, when he's chick with that car, that really hurts. <laughs> <laughs> so good, Classic. man. Classic. Oh, it's good stuff. Oh, man. So if you want, what, uh, let me see, where is my thing here? So we could, we could definitely talk some Carpenter, but uh, I really want to know about this. Fredheads. The Fredheads documentary. You want to yeah, tell everybody yeah, about yeah. it? Yeah, for yeah. sure. So it was uh, the conception of my good friends, uh, Kim and Paige. Um, uh, the way that it basically, uh, basically came about is we, uh, several years ago, like probably six years ago now or so, they came over to my house and, you know, I, I have all this Freddy stuff and they were like, Paige said, Hey, is, is it cool? Like if I put you in front of a camera and you talk about Elm street and I was like, yeah, well like for sure. But like, like, what is it? She goes, I don't, I'm thinking about doing something with nightmare and Elm street fandom. And I was like, yeah, totally. So we did it. And she went off and she was like, Oh, this is great. Well, then she got the idea of man, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street has bonded so many people around the world. Like, yeah. uh, myself and the other Fredheads, you know, me, Kim, Paige, Deandra, Anthony Brownlee, um, and so many other people in our friend circle, like, we all met because we love a Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, Kim, she lived in my neighborhood, and I never fucking met her. And then what's crazy is that I met her at a horror convention in New Jersey, and I live in Virginia. And... Wow. We met because Robert England was there and we had never met him, either of us. This was 2005. And so like we had we had mutual friends, but I had never met her personally. And it was just like, oh, this is wild. Like we're from Virginia and we're in New Jersey and this is the first time that we're meeting. And we've been friends ever since. And so Paige wanted to create a documentary that showed how a Nightmare on Elm Street changed people's lives like how it impacted them it it empowered them to overcome obstacles you know people 
uh, relating to these characters and finding, you know, their soulmates and best friends and overcoming things in their lives because of this franchise. And it was a, it was a long road, man. We, it took us about five years to make. Um, and I gotta be completely honest that by the end of it, I was a little, I was burned out just like Freddie, man. I was, uh, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, cause we had talked about Freddie so much. We had traveled to so many conventions and different things that like, finally, by the end of it, I was like, I, Freddie, I love you, but I'm going to need to take a break from you for a little bit. So, um, but it's cool. Cause like now that the, the film is done and we've gone out there, um, you know, like I was, I got interviewed by Kevin McCarthy. I don't know if you guys know who that is, um, on Fox news, but he covers like movies for Fox, like in general. Uh, so we got to go on myself and Paige got to go on you know, Fox and, and talk about the documentary and, and stuff like that. And it's, it's really exciting. It was number one on Amazon for five weeks in a row for documentaries and people oh, are really in, nice. enjoying it and people are relating to it big time. You know, we keep seeing video reviews of people saying how much the film touched them and how they relate to, to us and have similar stories to us and how emotional it was for them to watch it. And it's, you know, I got to say that, it's kind of sometimes it's hard to see what something is going to be when you're in the middle of it. Right. So, you know, Paige is the one that had the vision and everything. Um, and we were filming it and I'm like, I just, and people would say like, what do you think? How do you think it's going to be good? And I'm like, I trust her. So I trust that. Yes, it's going to be good, but you really don't know. Um, I saw when I saw the first cut of it, I was like, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. Um, but it needed trimmed a little bit, you know, and it's unbelievable. What an edit can do for a film because when she went back and, and she did a touch up and a polish and a re-edit and I saw it again, like, man, the movie's awesome. Like it's, it's great. You know, we uh, had our premiere at, at horror hound and then we've, we've played Alamo draft house and some other places and uh, it's been a wild ride and it, it's cool that it's out there and people are enjoying it, man. That's cool. Nice. Cool, and you can and people you can purchase it on um, Amazon, correct? Yeah, yeah, you you can get it on Amazon. I think it's on iTunes. Um, let me see, what's today's date? What yeah, because probably one night this week. I'm gonna carve out some time. I yeah, direct download. You can get the physical copy. Yeah, that's well, the physical yeah, yeah, copy. Yeah. Too. Well, I was you know I was just looking. Uh, we're we're gonna be on Tubi on June 25th as well. Uh, oh so, wow! Yeah, it's coming to Tubi, which is cool. Uh, Tubi's like my favorite streaming app. You know, I, I subscribe to Shutter, and I'm like, man, Tubi's free, and it's way fucking better. It's way better. Isn't that I something? Yeah. yeah. Wow. We've been we've been using that a lot lately to watch everything. Honestly, yeah. it's it's awesome, man. Like nine yeah. out of ten times, I'm like, I wonder if this is on Tubi, and like it'll be some obscure shit. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Like, <laughs> if you want to see, <laughs> I got a question. So, what what is the criteria? Because I consider myself a big Freddy fan. What does it take to be a Fred head? What does it take? Uh, just loving the franchise, you know, okay. not okay. wavering from it. Um, yeah. I, you cool. know, dedication, man. That That's all that it is. is dedication, is, baby. That's dedication right. Dedication and, and, and love of the, of the franchise, you know. And I feel like some people were not sure what we were doing exactly in the beginning of it because they're like, well, that documentary that they made, um, Don't Fall Asleep. That's what it was called, right? Or yeah. never sleep again. Or never sleep again. Sleep again. Yeah, never sleep again. Okay. Sleep again. Never yeah. sleep again. Which is fucking amazing. People are Very like, good. oh, they're like that. So you're making another movie like that. And I'm like, 
Well, no, not really, because it's not about the actors in the films. It's not about the making of the films. It's just about how these films impacted people, you know? Um, So it was great. And, you know, we do have, you know, some people within the franchise that are in the film. Um, You know, Andres is in it. Toy Newkirk is in it. Ken Sagos is in it. And Miko Hughes and a bunch of other people are in it. And, I got to do some, you know, we got to do some really cool shit too, because I got to go, uh, or I keep saying I, but we we got to go uh, to Robert Kurtzman's studio. Ooh, and oh shit! Oh, nice. We we filmed with him there, and it was it was so cool. Bob's such a such a cool guy, and and Marsha, his wife, is is super cool, and kind of facilitated the whole thing, which was really cool. Uh, that's gonna be, I think, that's on the special the special features. Um, some of that stuff didn't make it into the film. We filmed so much stuff, man. We could put like two more documentaries together with the amount of footage that we have. So it's probably hey. better to get that physical or is the physical media one, or is it? Uh, does it matter? Sure. The special no, features. No, I, I would definitely yeah get the physical one. You know, uh, the special oh, yeah. features are awesome on there. Are you uh, are you down that the uh, the physical media is slowly but surely going away? Are you? I do you still like the physical media? We do, or at least I. I do. love it. It pisses me off. Yeah, I'm 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 guilty, man, of like the past probably two years i've slowed down so much on buying stuff but that's because like i literally have like no more space for like like i have these huge boxes in my garage of thousands of dvds man because i was a super hardcore collector of physical media and like it just got to the point where it's like i would rather display cool memorabilia than like dvds so in in my my man cave that i'm sitting right now um i probably have about 600 down here or so and i the rest is in my garage and the the only stuff that i'm really buying physical media wise right now um has been like franchise stuff so like when a new halloween comes out i'm like all right i gotta add steel books like steel books steel books yeah that's what i've been doing same thing space space is at a premium these days it's just it's crazy now you yeah fred heads so what do we what do they call the halloween fans are we halloweenies or no is that (laughs) (laughs) there's actually a podcast called the halloweenies i follow it that's why i'm like maybe i shouldn't say that (laughs) halloweenies halloweenies you freaking weenie we gotta be like you know it's gotta be something with michael's name because you got fred it has so the shapies shapies yeah (laughs) the shapies the shapies Oh, not, the coup, something good. not the Coupe de Ville's or anything like that. Yeah, we're getting there in the deep cut. Oh my god. Yeah, uh, Halloweenies. That's you guys are a bunch of Halloweenies. <laughs> if it wasn't shit. a podcast, I think, yeah, that I, I listen to that podcast periodically, but I that yeah, funny. That's, funny. <laughs> that's a good chit right there, my friends. That's good chit. Yeah. I say it chit. We'll work on it. We'll work on it, guys. How about that? We'll work on it. <laughs> sounds like an like STD. A... <laughs> it got that Halloweeny small. man. It got that Halloweeny. <laughs> Burns when I pee, man. Burns when I pee. <laughs> well, before age forty-five, we'll have to think of something. Uh, I'm guessing. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah. have to have like jackets made or shirts, and we'll walk around with the shirts like a bunch of idiots. Hey, <laughs> love it. Fuck yeah! I'm already saying that we should wear our freaking Bucky helmets, all of us. That's oh, all we got to wear Bucky the Bucky helmet. Yeah, yeah, there's my there's there's my Bucky helmet right here. They, yeah, they, I see it. I yes. see it. Yeah, I'll have to create one. You guys got yours already. That was the one show I think I was later. It wasn't on. <laughs> Yeah, we we're we're going to be lobbying for a bu- a Bucky figure. We're waiting for it. Trick yeah, or treat, student. That Halloween shit with me. 
Dude, b- why does Bucky look like Steven Ogg from The Walking Dead? He does. You notice that? <laughs> he does. Oh my god. Wild. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Oh, wild. Oh. Yeah, it's so good. So oh, everybody definitely is- uh I probably uh pick up the physical oh. media of the Fredheads. Definitely. I'll probably ah, gonna cool. watch it one night this week, but yeah. I'll definitely uh because I want to see all the back behind the scenes stuff that's there. And yeah, it's you cool. and how many other people that did it? Thank you. Uh like as far as filming it. Yeah, like because I know you said it was you and a few yeah, so friends that did it. So how many people in total? Paige, Paige Joy and Kim Gunzinger directed it. Um, Deandra Lazor, uh, Laser Lazor. I don't know. Uh, she, uh, you know, she she was a part of the team. Uh, Anthony Brownlee, uh, and I'm sure I'm Crystal Van Etten. Uh, I'm sure I'm missing people because you know. I don't know. I'm, I'm horrible at this stuff. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, how long? So you should put out there to promote something. I'm like, yeah, we did some things. But it, it went <laughs> I forget for their what? names. Over a decade, right? This was going on for over a decade. Though. No, no, it was it was about five five years. Oh, five years. About okay. five years. Yeah. I mean, it, it felt it felt crazy. And like, dude, I, I got to give it all to to Kim and Paige because making a movie on the level that we did, um, you know, like I've I've done it once. Prior, I made a movie called Easter Sunday. I typically don't promote that. It's not a good movie. Um, <laughs> it's, that, guys. Don't go it's, sneak off. And... <laughs> it's got uh, it's got Robert Zadar, the maniac cop in it. So that's like the coolest part of it. Um, but it's a uh, God rest his soul. Yeah, yeah absolutely. He's he ended up becoming a friend. He was really cool. But uh, I mean, it was it was cool in the sense that uh, it was like film school, you know, kind of like we were learning how to make a movie while making a movie. Um you know, so if if you want a bad movie to get bombed to and laugh at, you know that, that might be for you, but don't expect much. But yeah, so uh, even even making that was it's it was just such an undertaking. You know, we we got a distribution deal on it and stuff too on Easter Sunday and and uh, but yeah, it's it's so hard to make movies. Like people just think you just go out there and you just take a camera and you get a couple buddies and you make this thing and it's it's done in a week and it's like. It's not. It's so much work. It's so much work. And then when you're done filming, it's even more work. So the fact that Kim and Paige, you know, they, they stuck to it and they finished it and not only finished it, but God, man, I, I'm going to say it again. It's it's so good. You know, um, kudos to them, because like I said, it's it's almost an impossible task making a movie on the level that we did. Yeah. Well, wow. kudos to you guys, man. I love the fact that, you know, y'all stayed with it and you get, you know, you give some insight to us. Now, I'll consider myself a huge fan of that franchise. So it's good to see, you know, and maybe we can relate. I'm sure we're yeah. going to relate because yeah, it's, sure. it's relatable. It's relatable content. I'm sure we're going to all be able to relate. So that's so oh, cool, man. That's he was cool. getting tangled on cash. What do you guys think? Oh, well, I, I, <laughs> that's a guy with the chin, right? The chin. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. big ass chin. Yeah. yeah. That's right. you, you, you're talking to some uh, Kurt Russell, Sylvester Stallone fans here. So. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my, yeah. favorite, my favorite role of uh, Robert Zadar's was Maniac Cop, though. Was yeah, I love Cord- Maniac Cop. Cordell. I like yeah. the second Maniac Cop, too. Yeah. But they're both good. Yeah. Fucking masterpiece, man. Hey, whatever you say, Pee-wee. <laughs> Pee-wee. Hey, Tom Atkins, man. You got to remember Tom Atkins. Tom there. Atkins. Yes. Mm-hmm. We love our Atkins. Love our Dr. Have a drink Chalice. With oh, hell yeah. I'm on that Atkins I diet. Wait. The Atkins diet. Yeah. Is that, just drinking beer and fucking other people's moms. That's the Atkins yeah. diet. Yeah. I'm on the Atkins diet, baby. I'm eating bitches. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. My so, god. oh, hey, Colin? what's up, Colin Murdy? What's Colin, Colin Murdy is here? 
Somebody. Could it be by now? It's, oh, God, it's right. It's five-hour difference. So it's five, 131 over there in Ireland. And uh, Colin will be uh, joining us next week. He'll be sitting in on the podcast with us. Oh, yeah. And I'll be doing a watch-along. Um, is it that following Tuesday? Yeah, that's Amityville 2, the Tommy Lee yeah. Wallace Amityville. Oh, the 27th, the week, yeah, the, yeah. the week after uh, he's on, we'll be watch, we'll be doing uh, Amityville 2 watch-along with uh, Colin. Awesome. I, can, I got a handful of things to catch up and watch. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Do your homework. Do your homework. Yeah. Do, yeah. yeah gotta, gotta do the homework. Yeah. Gotta get no sleep. I, I, I have to do all this stuff late at night. That's why I don't sleep. I like that uh, <laughs> that thing cup you have, man. Did you finally get one? You, I was messaging you left and right. Dude, <laughs> I, I, oh, I, still, cool. I still never grabbed one. It was something that uh, I, I, sh- I should have grabbed, man. It looks fucking great. Oh, yeah. Fight That's rags, dude. Right. They, they kick ass. Fright they rags, kick dude. ass. They really do. Yeah, and they need to put that like on the silhouette of like a Starbucks cup, like the circle. Imagine that. That's a good oh, idea. Man. Dude, that is that'd a good fun. idea. That'd be cool, man. That's badass. Well, Con- uh, was, uh, Blake said he just ate four ribeyes. <laughs> He's living like Brett. Oh, that's right. I saw you guys on your podcast the other night. You said you're doing a water fast. Well, uh, yeah, I'll be what? doing that on Thursday, next next this coming Friday. I have to go for a colonoscopy, so I'll be like a... Oh, I'll God. be hugging the ball all day Thursday. <laughs> oh, God. oh yeah, I'm looking forward to that this week. Oh my God, oh, the fucking prep is horrible, man. The prep is yeah. horrible. Oh, oh boy, don't get old. Okay, well, we'll yeah. Get old. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, Thanks, pick it up. Tom. I'm gonna pick it up too. Yeah, it definitely looks super cool. I want to check out absolutely the oh, behind yeah. the scenes stuff too. You guys want to talk some carpenter? Oh, always. Yeah, who's that? Doesn't, do... <laughs> doesn't stop. Doesn't stop. It just, and we got um. We're gonna do our review of Assault on Precinct 13. And I had fun re-watching it the other night. I'm like, yo, I gotta re-watch it. It's been a minute since I watched it. What a great movie. And uh our top five carpenter soundtracks. Sweet. Yeah. Oh, no problem, Colin. You get if you're heading off to sleep, have a good night, because I know it's late yes, over there. Colin. If not, hang on as late as you can. Oh yeah. I you know, you always turn on like I I had Assault of Precinct 13 on what Thursday night and of course, my wife will hear the bass because that bass in that movie. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about y'all, but I like the remake better. I'm just saying. Ooh. No, no, I'm just playing. Oh, oh, Joe, <laughs> Joe you did playing. that so serious. I got I'm scared. I know. I was just like, oh, as much as I love Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> as much as I love Lawrence Fishburne, hail to the no. Hail to <laughs> Ethan Hawk, man. That was, I mean, strong, hey. strong cast. I mean, yeah. it's got to be crazy to be John Carpenter, where like a, a huge portion of his filmography has been remade, reimagined, yeah. whatever. True. You know? Yeah. Some, some decently and some horrifically like The Fog. You know, oh, you know what's what's the worst true? one. Yeah, oh, what I find interesting the is the one. fact that whenever it initially released back then, it wasn't well received as what as much, and now and took re- time for it to get its respect and props. But when you get these remakes, it don't matter how long you wait, there's still shit. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. So you know, it's that's the difference between his artistry. Hey, just look it up. To understand it, you know. Just like in Christine, you can't polish a turd. Yep, that's right. Can't can't. So, I mean, his his know. his movies only get more popular with time. Even a, a film like Escape from L.A. that initially wasn't well loved because people wow. were like, ah, oh, you know, Escape from New York was so much better. Even that yeah. has garnered such a huge following lately where people are like super coming around to it. They're like, that was a fun fucking movie. I, yeah. I really dig uh, Escape from L.A. So I'm glad yeah, to see I'm that really that's good. finally getting its due. 
Chair, but we, we, we did our best cast ensembles, and I was almost thinking about having that because he casted that movie really well with some people, the second oh, yeah. one. And oh, yeah. I think the only thing that doesn't hold up, maybe the movie is that CGI, but besides that, the everything else, I really enjoy it still, too. Yeah. I, I liked yeah. it when it first came out, too. Just not as good as the first, obviously. But <laughs> I'm, I'm curious what they're doing with the new one because they're saying that it is not a remake. Um, Radio Silence that did the new Scream movies uh, it's a reimagining. Are, or yeah, they they but they said that they were like, look, we're looking to get Kurt Russell in this, which is so funny because I went to a uh, wine bottle signing with Kurt Russell back in uh, I think it was October, and my podcast co-host Justin from uh, here's my plug ready from our podcast. Epic film guys. Epic film yeah, guys. Epic film guys. Uh, yep. epic so film guys. Uh, sorry, we had to send it yet. Damn it. <laughs> no, okay. no, I think we did. I think we did. But uh, I'm plugging it again. Uh, but yeah, so. Justin, you know, I got to watch him walk up and get his wine bottle signed by Kurt. And he asked him, he goes, you know, would you ever consider coming back to the role of, of Snake Plissken? And Kurt laughed and he goes, ah, you know, Snake uh, is a certain age and look and build. And I'm just not that guy anymore, you know. So, no, I think my my time playing Snake has come to an end. And then literally a few months later, it was announced that they're making a new one and that Kurt is being eyed to return so i wonder if he knew then that something was happening and was just kind of playing coy maybe, or yeah. or maybe it popped up afterwards i don't know but it was it was pretty interesting i'll put it this way if if fucking indiana jones is getting another movie harrison ford god damn it harris uh, kurt russell can do another film god damn it that's what yeah, I'm absolutely gonna... we, we could not be these people though that like the, these people that are ripping on Harrison Ford for like oh this is a lousy idea Jones people have seen it early what do you expect he's 87 years old it cannot be as good as these other movies you got to go into the movie realizing you're not going to yeah. get what you had 40 years ago yeah, right? yeah they're Just all getting grateful. older be grateful yeah. you're getting another fucking movie that's, that's all right. that's it seeing them on the screen uh, that, yes. that's how yeah that's how we're looking at it it's that, fucking swan song give it to him man damn yeah. You've never brought it up to him when you met him the once or t twice, right, Jeremy? You didn't ask him about Snake Plissken. You kind of kept it all. You you were you were you were meeting a hero of yours, so you didn't bring it up. Yeah, right? no, I I hadn't. Um, I actually um, I don't, I don't know if you guys saw the post from earlier, but I actually got to see Kurt last Sunday and spend some time with him. I went to it was a private event, and I um, it was uh, here, I'm gonna show you the picture. There it is. Yeah. There's the man. He's got a Baja, and that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, still, he still looks great, man. He looks great. Yeah, he does. He does. So this was the first time that I ever, like, fully, because I, I kind of kept it cool the other times and asked about other things that I knew he was interested in to, like, have a really good conversation with him. And this time Perfect. I was like, this time I was like, you know what? And I feel like he remembered me this time. Um, You know, I don't know. But, uh. This time I was like, you know, this this could be the last time that I that I see this guy, and I'm I'm fully gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna nerd out over movie shit, and so we talked about Stallone, we talked about the Godzilla thing that he's work that he filmed already, um, you know, we talked about Overboard. I told him how much I was like, <laughs> dude, I was like, my daughter thinks that you're this that you're Santa Claus, and he and he just laughed and he was like, oh, I'm just glad she doesn't know the non Santa Claus things I do. Captain Ron. Run. Captain Ron. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Dude. Another eye patch movie. <laughs> I God, I love that movie. He's like a I mix between movie. like Beetlejuice and a pirate in that movie. Like, hey <laughs> boss. For real. Yeah. For real. I, I it reminds it. me of that guy from uh Couples Retreat. 
All right. Yeah. Look at Let's do it. <laughs> but uh, he, he, was, he was super cool, man. He's worked with Tarantino now a handful of times, too. Yeah. It's like, yeah. geez. Yeah. He, um, one of the cool things that he said is, you know, I, I had mentioned to him, I was like, you know, when I met Stallone in 2019, Stallone had said on stage that he was like, yeah, you know, I recently just called Kurt Russell up and pitched him Tango and Cash 2. And, Basically, he Stallone said that that Kurt just laughed and was like, come on, Sly, you know, we're not those guys anymore. Like, who wants to see the us old farts running around with guns? Like, you know, so anyway, so like I, I mentioned that to Kurt and he just laughed. <laughs> yeah, he laughed and he was like, you know, he was like, Stallone is such a good underrated actor. Like people underestimate how good of an actor he really is. And he was like, you know, he said when I did Tango and Cash, he said right before it. I was a well-known actor. People knew who I was. I was a well-known actor. He said, making that movie and it coming out with me and Sylvester Stallone, he said, Stallone turned me into a movie star. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. It, that crazy isn't it shocking he didn't do any of the Expendables, though? I, I was just thinking about that the other day. I'm like, yeah, that's true. God, how yeah. did Caruso not get involved in it? And he's worked with Stallone, and, and yeah. he yeah. was there when Stallone won his uh, Golden Globe for Creed. And he was there, all him and Goldie, and they were there in the audience, and he looked very happy with it. I was like, man, I just thought he wasn't in the, any of the Expendables movies. I, I'm sure they probably asked him. He seems like he's very selective over what he does, mm -hmm. you know, and very meticulous. Even like, you know, even the Fast and Furious things, he kind of got in and got out on those. You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah, liked looked, him in, uh, what was it, uh, oh, the superhero? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. I thought he was a great role for that. A one oh, and dude. done. Yeah. How about Sky High? He's in Sky High. Yeah, I love that movie, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Sky High is great. <laughs> dude, he's been in a lot. Like he played that dirty cop. Uh, what was it? Dark, Dark Blue. Blue. Dark, Dark Blue. Blue. Oh, Fuck, good one. Ass. Unlawful yeah. entry. There's some good stuff. Yeah, That's, uh, the one where his wife gets kidnapped. Um, Breakdown. Oh, Breakdown. JT Walsh. JT Walsh. JT Walsh. Yeah, that, that great movie. JT Walsh. Yeah, that's that's a great movie, movie, dude. Fucking awesome, man. Golly, dude. Yeah, that's but. Yeah, he's his portfolio is just awesome too. Like yeah. the Death Proof, I love him. A Death Proof, he's a nasty. Son oh, of a bitch. One, one of my favorite movies is freaking Used Cars. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. really? That's... Oh, I love Used Cars. Oh, and who said it? Somebody said in the chat room. I, your neighbor Elvis. That's right. He's Elvis. Elvis. Yeah, that's right. He's Elvis too. That's right. Three thousand oh, yeah. miles to Graceland. There's another good cast movie that had a lot of good yeah. people in it. He so actually, was. he that's great. Yeah, that's right. He's been acting so long. He actually was. In a movie with Elvis, like the real Elvis. Yeah, he's a that's kid, right? right? He was, he was a kid. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, nope. it's fucking. Awesome. Yeah, he was a Disney kid, right? Didn't he work with Disney? Yep. Yeah, early on. Yep. Yeah. He, uh, Walt Disney, the last thing he ever wrote was Kurt Russell's name. Um, and that's a true story. And I, I've, I've heard Kurt tell the story because there was a rumor that Walt Disney was the last, or I'm sorry, that uh, Kurt Russell was the last words that Walt Disney ever said, and. <clears throat> Kurt said, no, he goes, that that's, you know, exaggerated. He said, what happened was Walt Disney passed away. And finally his Walt's assistant went into his office to like start, you know, kind of cleaning it up a little bit. And he said there was like a notepad ledger on the desk. And the very last thing that Walt ever wrote in this ledger, which was feasibly the last thing he ever wrote ever was Kurt Russell and oh wow yeah so uh when asked about it you know he was he still doesn't know what it was about he said he can only 
you know, hypothesize that it was just he was looking at casting something and, right. you know, and yeah. Kurt Russell came to his mind and he was like, ah, oh, yeah. But I mean, hearing him talk about Walt Disney, they used to play ping pong together and like he used to just hang out at Walt Disney That's Studios crazy. and yeah, crazy. Wow. Man. I mean, you, you can go off and off and about all these movies, man. Tombstone. I mean, we all love Tombstone. Like, come uh, on. Yeah. Oh, Tombstone. Uh, yeah. Bone Tomahawk. Bone oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, the Tarantino movie. Uh, fucking. Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight. God, mm-hmm. dog. I mean, it just it's endless. Endless supply of good shit, man. His, his filmography is, is amazing, dude. Yeah, he's obviously, you're right, though. I think, yeah, he's gotten more selectful as he's getting older. He's got other passions. Like, obviously, you're talking yeah. with the with the wine and yeah. there's other things he's doing, so. Yeah, he makes wine. He's a rancher. He raises cattle and sells beef. It's like, you know. <laughs> it's, Are it's you guys hearing this? Right there. <laughs> Does it come through on my microphone? My daughter is, is like 110 pounds, but when she walks upstairs, it's like a Yeti. <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't I'm hear anything. Like, okay, I didn't know it. It's just so fucking loud. I'm like the whole the ceiling shaking. She weighs 110 pounds. Like you know that's terrible. Part. We just named off all the carpenter stuff, and we didn't bring up the thing. Sorry, I just had to say that. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. oh god, it's right. Of all things, right? It, that's it almost honestly, offensive. There. All right, it get honestly, out. it rivals. It rivals yeah. Halloween for my favorite movie. Like there are points and times where I'm like, I legit don't know which one I love more. You were telling. I remember that. You're yeah. Like, because I thought it was you're like, no, that. no, Brett, it's Halloween. I'm like, okay. Nope. <laughs> so we'll see. Nope. There's nothing wrong with that. Because it's like, what do you want to have for dinner? It's like yeah. you can you can have either one. Yeah, yeah Joe. Yeah. Good yeah, call. Both great. What are you in the mood for? But you yeah, what both. are you in the mood for? Yeah, man. For real. Filet or filet. <laughs> Chicken or steak. What do you want? <laughs> Protein? What? <that? laughs> and we did do our carpenter ranking with Jeremy, yeah. but Joe's with us here now. You know, we can go through some Carpenter movies and see where they. I mean, I, we know we. I don't think there's a Carpenter movie that we really don't like. Is it? Can, can anybody even say a Carpenter movie that they don't think they really like? The only one that I particularly don't care for is Ghosts of Mars. And that probably oh, at the bottom. That was at the bottom yeah, of my I list. Do. I think it was all of our bottoms. What, what's unfortunate is that if you watch that movie, like the editing is fucked up. Carpenter it's did not edit that up. movie. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he filmed a good movie, and the person that edited the movie together fucked it up to the point where they why did they put the end of the movie in the beginning letting you know that this one lives it's like dude yeah yeah it takes the the element of danger out when you do that and then like the editing was just so fucked up so i'm like dude i i'm there's been times where i'm like i might re-edit this movie just to show that he made a good movie (laughs) like this is a good movie it's just tarantino editing yeah Yeah, man Did, yeah. you, I, did you ever hear Chris Nelson on Think With Two Heads talking about on the set of that movie trying to have John Carpenter sign his stuff? <laughs> he like no. John Carpenter left it in the trailer and then he kept on asking for it back and they're getting towards the end. And then he personalized them. And if you go on Christopher Nelson's Instagram, it should be on there. On his Halloween laser disc, he put Leave Me Alone and signed it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that story. Leave yeah. me alone. That is great. That's pure oh, John is. Carpenter right That's there. John Carpenter. <laughs> Leave me alone. Yeah, he's like, hey, where's my laziness? You said you were going <laughs> to... If you look up the word curmudgeon, there's his picture next to it. Oh, my curmudgeon. God, man. Uh, That's yeah. funny as shit. Oh, it's good I'll stuff. I'll tell you, we, we got to see him uh, at uh, Frightmare up in Dallas a couple weeks back. And it was... Dude, all the photo ops, bro, 
His he's like eyes are closed. Fucking he's like so not interested. Like the girls, he puts his arm on them. The guys, he just has their arm down. Like he's like, fuck this shit. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> they fucking hate it when we were going into the signing, bro. He don't talk to you. None you of that. You guys know. Talk basketball. That's it. Just talk basketball or video games with him. Bro, it was funny because when we were in line, uh, Felissa Rowe showed up. And then the guy who played Doofy. Uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Dave Sheridan. Oh, Dave, Dave Sheridan. Yeah. So they cut in line, right? And Dave Sheridan is like, hey, excuse me, Mr. Carpenter. Uh, this is Felissa Rose. Uh, uh, she's been in some movies. And I'm the guy who was in the Scream movie and all this stuff. And we're all like, no, you weren't. I was like, in my mind, I'm like, no, you weren't. Scary and, movie, right? <laughs> and Carpenter's like, he's like, this. Yeah. okay. He's like, all right, I okay. Yeah. So, he, so they cut and they bring like two other guys. They ask him to sign shit, like not pay. Like they're just celebrities wanting shit to be signed for free. Meanwhile, Felissa Rose is crying, right? Oh my god, I love you. And John and Sheridan is like, she loves you. She loves you. And John is just the whole time like this. Oh my god, dude. Uh, do, that do sounds so sign? awkward. He's like, you want me to sign this? Yes or no? Yeah, yes or no. And then they wouldn't answer. And then he was like. That uh, a yes just goes a long ways with me. Sign it. There you go. Like he was so not interested in those people, man. I was like, yeah, uh, he's doing that to a celebrity. He can give a fuck about us people. No, <laughs> you know, he's an introvert, baby. I don't know. Yeah, he, he's like, awesome. I love it though. I love it. Imagine, imagine being that dude, Dave Sheridan. And I'm not throwing shade, but like, imagine like your whole shtick in life is like dressing up as a character that you played in the early 2000s. Yeah. And having to cross your fucking eyes and do a salute in every single picture. Like I and he's like like I heard he's not fucking cool either. That like he's one of those dudes that will change up the price of how much he wants to charge you for his autograph, yeah. depending on the price and different things yeah. like that. Price I've never said probably. <laughs> yeah. I've I've never I've never had any interest in meeting him, but I've I've seen videos and heard people be like, Oh man, like he looked at my poster and was like, Oh, you got a lot of signatures on here, so Instead of me charging forty, it's going to be sixty-five. Oh, that's bullshit! And like, yeah, really, yeah. that's douche. And yeah. I'll tell you what, yeah. he follows Felissa Rose around like a puppy dog. I love Felissa Rose for who she right. is as a person in the film. I love that oh, movie. She's great, man. I love that movie. Right. Yeah, but it's like for whatever reason, she befriended this guy, and he's fucking <laughs> everywhere, bro. Like he's everywhere with her. They're dude. always like, together on they're Instagram. They're always together. Every convention they're together. Yeah. Like, dude, there goes your fucking leech. God, but just geez, just man. imagine having to be doofy every day of your life to make money. <laughs> like, fuck like that. Every every announcement for like a con or whatever, he'll be like, and Dave Sheridan. And it was like, what? They just add him on for pity? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. understand. Like, <laughs> like, fuck this he guy. He has dude, a bullet I, in his stuff got, too, doesn't? <laughs> I got a I got a funny ass story for you, real quick. So, uh, last weekend at Monster Palooza. Uh, I'm getting the most obscure thing ever signed from Kane Hodder. Like, I'm a big Ghoulies fan. Oh, oh I yeah. love Ghoulies. Ghoulies love rocks. Ghoulies, dude. So I'm like, you know what? Like, I want to get a Ghoulies 3 poster signed. But, like, they don't, like, the posters don't even exist. So, like, I had to, like, basically almost, like, make the poster and then have it printed out 24 by 36 size. And so, like, I'm first in line for him on Saturday. And he unrolls the poster and he's like, fucking ghoulies. Are you kidding me? <laughs> he's like, you wanna, he was like, you want to pay money for, for me to sign this? And I was like, dude, I love the ghoulies. He was like, this is seriously the first ghoulies poster I've ever signed. No shit. Yeah. No he was like, this is the first, the first one ever. 
And he's like, cool, like I'll sign or whatever. So, you know, I use the deco paint pens, you know, so I go to hand him the paint pen. I'd already taken the cap off. He knew the cap was off. So he's talking to me and he's like, oh, I can't believe the first thing I'm signing today is a fucking ghoulies poster. <laughs> and he goes, he goes and shakes the pen. Meanwhile, paint is like, like flies up from the pen and just fucking bukkakis his face in silver deco paint pen. And dude, I went like this. I went, <laughs> there's all these silver spackles all over his face and i wasn't gonna say anything because i was like oh shit he's like where do you want me to sign it i was like right here <laughs> and dude his his handler went kane you just got fucking paint all over your face bro <laughs> here take a shot of tequila usually has a bottle at his table oh my somebody give me some alcohol i got it right here <laughs> So he goes, he goes, oh, you're fucking piece of shit pin. I was like, Kane, you're not supposed to shake it with the cap off. You shouldn't even shake it anyways. So he grabbed, <laughs> he grabbed some tissues and he like, it was like the moment in, in the movie, The Jerk with Steve Martin where the, where the corn keeps moving around his face. <laughs> so he kept wiping it and it just kept moving in different places on his face. So finally he like wiped off as much as he possibly could. And he threw the phone. I mean, goes, no, put that on eBay, bitch. So, <laughs> that sounds like Kane Hunter. That sounds dude, like it, it, it was fucking hilarious. I'm like, dude, he was covered in my pain pen. <laughs> oh my God. Well, now, did he actually get enough off of it? Because because you'd want to go see people that took pictures with him that day to see the shits on his face. I should, I should go look to see if and, it looks like he's like Terminator status with the silver. I, I should go back and look. And the, the signature turned out fine and everything too, right? Yeah, signature, signature turned out great. Surprisingly, somehow none of the paint got on, like when he shook it, no like spackles got on the poster. Just, just all on his face. went on, on his, his face. fucking face. Yeah. I'm like, it's just remnants from Uber Jason makeup, okay? It's the silver. <laughs> the silver. It's I was, Jason. had photo ops you know, yesterday. Whatever the fuck. Just make it up. Jeremy, yeah. I almost want to get a Ghoulies poster signed to see what he's going to say next. <laughs> Here's Boy, a silver paint marker. Can you shake it without the camp on? <laughs> that is awesome. So good, man. So oh. good. Oh, that's, that's hysterical. Good. He gets around. He's at a lot of conventions, man. He, yeah, he makes his money on it, though. So hey, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh God. He's yeah. a legend. He, I watched him on that show. Was it Holliston? Do you remember that show? Ah, the- oh, dude, yeah, yeah, I loved that show, man. <laughs> it sucks that they kind of like just ended that show that it didn't get picked back up. I would have thought it would have went further. Uh, what's the yeah. guy's name? Uh, is that Adam Green? Uh, Adam Green that did the yeah. Hatchet movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Yeah that that was a fun show. They had a lot of guests on that show. Daniel Harris is on there. What Tony mm-hmm. Todd and yeah, my baby, my baby. the Guar guy. Yeah. Oh God, rest his soul. He's Guar. Odorous Arungus. Yeah. Odorous Arungus. That's right. Now that's Internet, a good documentary. Man. Did you ever see that Guar documentary? No, Guar? I need oh, to. Jeremy, you gotta watch that. You gotta oh, watch the Guar. Especially because they're if you're not a Guar fan. From, go watch it. Yeah, because they're from Richmond. I think there's the Guar yeah. Bar in Richmond, oh, so it's like not too far from me. Yeah, there's that a is Guar Bar. A great, I did not know that. Great documentary. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll, I'll have to check that out. Oh, <laughs> Guar <stuff>. Bar. <laughs> the Guar Bar. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. Since hey, what's up, uh, right? Since Ryan, Jason hey. was in space with Jason from the remake. Be Doobie Jason since he was growing all that weed. <laughs> You'll see. It'll be like in Scary Movie, where uh, the eyes get all stoned looking. Not to do it on the friggin' hockey mask. They'll get all mm-hmm. stoned eyes when he when he starts doing a dupe. 
that's that's a good question jeremy do you like the 2009 friday the 13th we seem to it seems I love to it. grow on us here i do i wish the one my one wish is that like i i wish it wasn't almost like a remake uh because like i feel like you know with today's trend how it's like oh we'll just do a years later sequel it would have been cool to have that exact movie, but like years later sequel where you don't have to like, oh, well, here's him finding the mask for the first time and shit like that. Oh. It would have it would have just been cool to like, fuck yeah. I mean, it's kind of like Superman, right? Everybody knows Superman's backstory and Batman's backstory. You don't need to retell it again. Like just mm-hmm. because we're getting a new thing doesn't mean you need to like retell it. So it's like it would have been cool if it started and it was just like, dude, he's this fucking dude that wears a hockey mask that kills people in the woods. There you yeah, go. Yeah. That's it. Or the sackhead. Sackhead's awesome. <laughs> I love sackhead. R two is my is my favorite in the in the series, man. That's my favorite. I love yeah. it. I think, it, I think it's up there with a lot of us. Yeah, I think Great I'm four. Movie. Four and then two. I think is where I go. Four, two, or three. I, I love. We're all about the sack. Oh yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> Let's say uh, we can move stuff around. You guys want to do, uh, we'll do a quick movie review. Let's do our movie review of Assault on Precinct 13. See how, what everybody thinks. Yeah. Um, hold on. We have our little fancy little intro. What the hell is it? I don't know where shit is tonight. I'm reenacting it for you. There you go. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Who would like to go first? Takers? (laughs) I'll start it. (laughs) I'll start it. Why not? So, the year 1976. I did not see... This is one of the later John Carpenter movies I saw later on. Because I... I, God, it must have been... Sometime in the late 90s I saw it for the first time. But this movie is... Incre- incredibly underrated first of all i wish i wish it would have gotten more popular it, it's grown on popularity none of carpenter's movies seem to really make the big bucks here right they seem to always get popular as the years go on which is which is all fine danny but this movie has a great cast austin stoker as bishop i really wish this guy would have done a lot more in this type of genre we just didn't see him as much and you, we got other great actors in here you know tony burton what I love so much about Tony Burton is we've talked about this before. This is the same year that Rocky came out. So Tony Burton yeah. in this movie and then Rocky in the same, you know, actual year. Oh, it can't go wrong. And uh, was it Darwin Justin? Is that how we pronounce it right? That plays Napoleon? I think it's Napoleon. Darwin Justin. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Carpenter's got a great way, like with Snake Plissken, he has the great anti, he does great with anti-heroes. And this guy's another example, the great anti-hero. I think we can all admit uh, the big thing here when you first see this is what happens to the girl with the ice cream truck. Um, oh, yeah. That just yeah. comes at you like, whoa, did that just happen? Out of yeah. nowhere. And I, you know, I read the facts or the trivia on IMDb, stuff you don't know. And supposedly Carpenter was the MPAA wanted it out and he re-edited it, not having it in there. But they still released it anyways after it. The fact mm-hmm. I'd assume that's true. I don't know. but. <laughs> Um, great lines here. Anyone got a smoke, right? How many times does he say that? For the whole movie. For yeah, the, the whole movie. movie. <laughs> uh, other people in this here. We got uh, the great Frank Double 
yeah, double day, right? God rest, rest in peace. I wish he would have been around for conventions. Oh man. He's Romero and escape from New York. Another guy that Carpenter's <sighs> used a couple times. Just <laughs> a little ultimate warrior there, right? <laughs> I love him in that. And you also have the actress who played uh, Lee, uh, Lori Zimmer, who dropped off the face of the earth the after these movies yeah. were yeah. done. And she was outstanding. It's like she was another great. one. Where, where, where did she go? I, you know, it, come on. The British distributor of this movie is named Michael Myers. We all, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Forgot about Famous that. movie yeah. trivia. Yeah, we've all heard about that. I, there's certain scenes in this movie that kind of like you're like, whoa, did that really happen? Like when the prisoner or when the gangs are coming through in the back in the cell, and remember Lee just gets shot and she doesn't even move. She doesn't, doesn't even, even flinch. Push, yeah, right. And then you know you get Napoleon out of the prison and he snaps that guy's arm. Yeah, oh, yeah. so good, so good, and. The way the movie ends, I love how, you know, uh, Bishop's saying, hey, the cops want to take Napoleon away. He's like, get away from him. And he just, he wants him to walk out with him. It just has a, it's got a great way of ending. And they just, they're laughing at the end. It's, I, I give this, if we're going to go out of 10, are we going out of 10? I'm yeah, do out of 10. I'm giving it eight and a half because we're all big Carpenter fans. Uh, yeah. I, eight and a half out of 10. Hell yeah. So if I went too long-winded and I missed, took some stuff from you guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> and this is not anything to be proud of starring in the star of meatballs too <laughs> yeah, kim richards oh that movie's just a train wreck oh yeah. man my uh my wife loves kim richards because of uh all the reality you know she's a reality tv star yes she's in one yeah. of the one of the housewives shows or yeah yeah oh Her she's and... into it with kyle yeah yeah she's the... oh yeah. wow i didn't even catch that yeah okay. yeah um dude i I'll, I'll jump in man uh I, I was also kind of late to the party on this one. Uh, I knew it wasn't a horror film. So even though initially I knew that this was a John Carpenter film when I was younger, it wasn't one that I sought out. Um, mm -hmm. Kind of like in the vein of Halloween 3 when I was a kid. I didn't want to see it because I was like, dude, Michael Myers isn't in it. I don't I don't need it. I don't want it. And yeah. I, I was late to Halloween 3 because I refused to watch it. And, and then when <laughs> I finally, when I was a teenager and I finally watched it, I was like, that movie ruled. You know, that was that was great. They just shouldn't have called it Halloween three. But, uh, exactly. you know, so this one was one that I slept on for a little while because I was like, ah, it's not horror. But then once I started becoming like a massive Carpenter fan, I was like, OK, well, now I need to find out what this one is about. And I mean, the score is just so good. So good. Flawless, man. And I mean, dude, the score is is famously for why Donald Pleasant signed on to play Dr. Loomis, because uh, I think he said it was his daughter loves his daughter. The score yeah. From it. Yeah. The musician, yeah. And uh did you guys have all have you guys all seen John Carpenter live? I yeah. haven't seen him live. Fred, Fred has. No. Um, dude, him, I I think this is the one that he opens the show with. I think that's the is that the song that he opens up with or no? One of the shows he did, but I I know one show he definitely opened up with is Lost Themes music. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. But yeah, yeah, you're right. The first carpenter tour he opened up with this i thought so yeah doing lost seams for the second tour dude so so good man and i mean the the acting in this movie is is fantastic you know the stakes i i love that this the famous scene with with kim richards is it's kind of letting the audience know like nobody is safe like yeah yeah like, th <laughs> there was no problem with just offing this little girl with her ice cream cone um so you're no one is safe no you emotion know. there, right? It's just yeah, yeah, just no no emotion, man. Like like a shark. So, um, this this movie's. I mean, Austin Stoker, man. This guy should have been in everything. Like, yeah. 
you know, um, he was he was somebody that I got that I got to meet at a at a chiller theater several years ago, and he was just super super fucking cool. Like I wish I would have gotten him to sign everything. I had him sign an eleven by seventeen poster mm-hmm. uh, for assault. <clears throat> and what sucks, and I think I told you guys uh, when we were chatting the other day that I he was doing a private signing. This was like a year ago, year and a half ago, something like that. And I mailed my full size assault on precinct 13 signed by John Carpenter to him and he had it. And then he literally passed away when the poster was like in his possession. Um, and thankfully his wife and his, and, and his agent got the stuff sent back to everybody. But you want to talk about a sad day getting a poster back in the mail. I'm like, well, not only is it not yeah, signed awkward. by Austin Stoker, but uh, it was like, you know, with him at that time, it just, fucking sucked man um such such a great actor but uh this this is one that i still i don't revisit it as frequently as i should but when i do i'm always so glad that i did yeah um yeah you know i when i was in la uh, a while ago i went to the the filming locations for this and dude i just oh cool the <laughs> dude the, the movie it's just I love the pacing of it. I like the dark tone of it, um, which is a, a sensibility that Carpenter puts in like most of his films. They're, they're just so bleak, which I, f- I feel like that's, well, that's fucking real life. Like how mm-hmm. often do, do people truly get happy endings? You know? Not many. Shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, man, I, if I'm going to give this uh, any kind of rating, I would probably go solid eight, man. Sexy. Solid eight for me. Yeah. Sexy, good. Man. And Colin's still there. He said he, he saw Carpenter in Dublin in 2016. He opened up with Escape from New York. Nice. Oh, nice. Here's such a moment for summer shop. That's cool, man. Hell That's yes. cool. That's awesome. Now, I mean, I, I keep mine short and sweet. I mean, for me, it's it's this movie, it, you know, being my age, you know, it, I didn't watch this until later on in life. You know, I was probably like mid 20s till I actually understood. Uh, what this film was about because you know you get all caught up in halloween and the thing and all those other movies that came afterwards but this movie man it really kicks some ass like if you really kind of look at it kind of set the stage for a lot of uh, future action movies and all this badass shit that happened you know moving forward i mean if it's on tv i'll leave it um if it's it's a remote drop for me man like it's a classic it's something that I, I could watch over and over and I get tired of that shit. So I'll keep it sweet, man. Y'all kind of covered a lot of the main points, mm-hmm. um, but I, I got to give it like an eight out of 10 too, man. It's a damn near perfect film. It's damn near perfect. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and pretty much I just echo everything. The only things I will add is uh, it was, it's fun to see um, Lori Zimmer with, who is basically her hair in that movie is exactly what Nancy Loomis would replicate in Halloween. If you've watched that movie, that's, that's, that's Andy Brackett's hair. Yeah. And Nancy Loomis in this movie does not have that hair, which is odd. It's like Lori Zimmer's got it. Yeah. So there's a few times where you're like, like if you see a friend behind it, you actually think it's Nancy Loomis, but it's not, it's her, but yeah, she was great. She had such beautiful eyes, the way she looks, she could, she could have been a real great um, action uh, movie um, actress. I don't, so I, I wish she would have just kept up with it. She was good. Um, yeah, like the, the the scenes where they're just shooting at them and, and the scenes are just great. I mean, every time they try to break through, they're just blown away with a shotgun, which is awesome. 
yeah. you know. And it's just the, the yeah, the scenes are great, the fight scenes are great. Laurie Zimmer was great. Um, Austin Stoker, I mean, you guys pretty much nailed it. I mean, how much more can you say? He was great. Um, I would, and of course, the soundtrack, I would just have to go. Uh, I'd probably be, you know, I, I watched this years ago, so I might have been a little bit earlier to the party because I was a little bit older and I just. I kept hearing the stories about this movie because everybody, oh, it's his first movie. You know, the distributor was name was Michael Myers. Of course, I had to go back and, and make sure I, I watched it. And uh, after watching it again the other night, because it's been probably a couple of years since I really watched it, honestly, and I would have to give it an 8.5 too. It's just a great movie. Like you said, the way it yeah. paces, it moves so quick. It's just right there. Yeah. You know, that, and that dad just flips his shit when, his, when his, he finds, I mean, who wouldn't? But, like, but at least he did kill the guy that killed his daughter so at least you can say that hey he did but that's actually what starts this whole the whole siege the goddamn siege i gotta <laughs> wonder if carpenter think about how this movie how it would look 10 or 15 years later after he made other movies doing this movie i i could imagine this would be looked at as one of his best movies i would think if he would have made it maybe like in 90 or 89. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The thing is, like, man, because he probably would have cast some people different. Obviously, I wouldn't think he'd have the same people, but just thinking if it was him doing it, this, I think this movie would be up there as one of his top ones if it was made a little bit later, maybe in his career. Yeah. Just, just, I just thought about that now. I was like, oh, man, that's probably, I'm curious how it would be if he would have done that. Ooh, it put took Austin Stoker in, a, in Halloween or Escape. Hmm. Uh, honestly, I think, hell. Flip the script and escape and, and make him the Duke of New York. That would have been pretty cool. Just yeah, Hawk, I, I'd like it, flip. If, it, if you didn't have Lee Van Cleef, I think he could have done that. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Or he could have, yeah, that, 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 he could have did that. And then Halloween. Dude, I, I can almost the, make him the sheriff, make him the sheriff in Halloween instead of uh, Charles Cyphers. I, I could I see him honestly, being sheriff. I could see Stoker doing Dr. Loomis, man. Honestly, I think that would, Ooh, that would have yeah. been interesting. Yeah, that a definite change. I, what I found fascinating was I had read something that this film right here and kind of influenced John Carpenter um, in terms of the gang. You know yeah. how, how how ruthless and you know resilient they were. So I love the fact that you had one film influence a creator, and that film has influenced generations moving forward. It's just like, and that's kind of the inspiration as to why I wore this shirt tonight was because. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it everything evolves and moves forward, and it's like when something right. is so new and so good. You, when you, your first reaction is not to like it, you're like, "Whoa, I don't know how to take this." But as time has shown, that this film is fucking it's a masterpiece, dude. dude. It is so well influenced and so. Rob amazing. Windsor, International Man of Mystery. So that's good. right. Did you do you guys remember? Can you picture the guy in your head? So when the father's in the phone booth trying to make a call. And he sees the gang members coming from the dark. Do you guys remember that scene pretty yeah. well? Mm -hmm. Do yeah. you remember seeing the first guy with this blue jacket and like this feather boa type of? Like, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. He looks yeah. so bizarre. This guy, <laughs> go back and watch him. Like that jacket kicks ass, man. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. See, it's all definitely in his top five Carpenter movies. First time he saw it was on TV late night Saturday night broadcast BBC One back in '79. Oh, wow. wow. Wow, Colin, you've been. Fighting. I saw it before I me. I, I, I didn't see Halloween until yeah. 1980. That's the first I never year I saw. saw. I never found a VHS in the video stores in the 80s and 90s. I ended up running a laserdisc of all things in the late 90s when I came out on laserdisc through Image, Image Entertainment. If you remember the mm -hmm. name of that. Yep. Brand. <laughs> I remember wow. that, man. That is our review. 
So let's let's keep up with the carpenter themes, guys. Carpenter. And uh, sexy. Yeah. It's 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 very sexy. Mm. I know when I don't have that clip, I'm working on that clip. Don't be stupid. <laughs> don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. <laughs> I'll get that. Talking Beverly Hills Cop there, Sage. <laughs> with a lemon so, twist. <laughs> they have a new one coming out, don't they? Mm-hmm. It's Netflix, right? Paramount it, Netflix. It better not be like coming to America too, or coming to America, or whatever. It's yeah. better or they're not. going back to Wonder World and. <laughs> Better fucking not. <laughs> the Better Annihilator not. 3000, the greatest gun in movie history. <laughs> it's got like a microwave. <laughs> that's fucking horrible. Oh, that movie is so bad. Oh, yeah, that's let's, good so let's do, okay, well, yeah, let's do our uh, top five. Because Jeremy, you, you said you got to head out by 930. Uh, so let's, yeah, let's, this is about there, 20 yeah. minutes. Cool, so man. let's do our top five. I was jamming to that hard. <laughs> I was like doing the Jim Carrey. I'm running at an incredible rate, Harry. <laughs> hey, will you quit it? We're not even out of Bacoima yet. You're already starting to annoy me. <laughs> that John Denver's full of shit, man. <laughs> oh, God, we're going to town. Okay. All right. Well, we can, we'll, if you want to start, I'll start. And we'll just do, we'll go clockwise. So for me, you know, of course, you know. Based on my background here, it's going to be a little heavy in that. So my number five, and it, all his con i mean, everything he he's he's done is just amazing. So it's not as easy to whittle down to five as, as most people might think. But for me, my number five is easily the Halloween three soundtrack. Oh yeah, I love like that chariots of pumpkins. I mean, it's just crazy that soundtrack. That is, and I mean, there's a lot of people. I've talked to people that don't like that movie. I mean, I love it. Don't like it, but they're like that. One thing they say is that soundtrack is awesome. They it's love it. really grown like over the last number of years. It's unbelievable the popularity. It's yeah. Awesome. Okay. So Deser- that's deservedly too. Yep. So number five for Pat Halloween three, right? Okay. H tree. Number five, the movie just talked about. Turn the subwoofers up, man. Assault and Precinct 13. <laughs> Turn the nice. subwoofers up. I love all the intense music that's happening outside of the station, too. It's got great pace. Great bass. <laughs> so, Assault the Freezing 13, number five. Slap at the bass. Slap at the bass. <laughs> That's right. Uh, man, okay. I guess my number five, I just go in order. Uh, I love the soundtrack from Christine. Um, I put it up on my little post today. Uh, and everything about that film and the fucking, all the, all the music on that fucking film is amazing. So, my number five is Christine. Nice. Uh, so, awesome. so, don't don't judge me for this one, but uh, I'm doing Halloween 2018 because... I was so excited for the new Halloween film before it came out and they dropped the soundtrack first. Right. And yep. I just remember like it it is one of the most geeked out I have ever been. <laughs> it was like Star Wars level Phantom Menace excitement coming for me like fuck. Dude, I I jammed that soundtrack like every single day leading up to the movie coming out and I, I really do feel like Daniel Davies, uh, Cody Carpenter, and John Carpenter did such an amazing job on that yep. score. Um, oh, yeah. It's 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 fantastic. I still rock it from time to time. I'm driving around, and 
I just, I, I love it. And especially Lori's, you know, theme. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that one is like, it's so heartbreaking because the character itself was so heartbreaking in Halloween 2018, how, how broken Laurie Strode, a character that we all love was. Uh, so I got to put Halloween 2018 as my number five. Very cool. Nice. nice. Sweet. sweet ass sweet. My love number it. four. It, 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 I'm looking at my list. I'm like, man, I should. There was no way I could put this on. I put that <laughs> on. It, it's just so freaking hard. That's why top fives are a lot harder than top tens. But my number four, I just absolutely love the soundtrack and the movie itself. But for me, number four is The Fog. Mm-hmm. I love that opening intro. Oh, it's just, just, just crazy shit. I just love that that whole soundtrack. Wow, I had to go back when I did my top five here, ranking them. I was like, this almost is like ranking the movies. Like, we yeah, did. yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost spot on to it. So, yeah. my number four, I it a lot has to do with the main character and um, just the concept of the movie is they live. I love they live the death. I wrestling is a big part of my fandom so rowdy piper is such a big thing and the music is just so well paced with everything going on in the movie it just it, it picks up at the scenes where it's supposed to i just they live number four can't beat it That's cool. cute, man. so this is probably gonna be a shocker probably not but uh ghost of mars get out so <laughs> it's funny that you were talking about you know going to see uh, was it james wong in austin or whatever yeah, uh, yeah, but part four. I mean, number four for me is uh, Big Trouble in Ludwig China, man. That soundtrack, I remember growing up, and that fucking I, I can remember all the different sounds from all the different parts of the of that movie, man. Just like, yeah, uh, it, it just it's ingrained in my brain, and I love that movie so much. Um, so number four is for me. I know we're strapped for time, but I got number yeah. four, Big Trouble dude, in Ludwig Dude, that that soundtrack just like really grooves too. It's like, uh, like dude, so, so <laughs> it's it's so like, good. The fight scene, the epic fight scene mm-hmm. uh, during the wedding, dude. The the all that, dude. Oh my god, dude, so, good. Uh, my uh, bro, that's his favorite movie. And whenever we have a sales meeting, he always comes at last and he goes, "Relax, I'm here." So he's always pulling. The- <laughs> I saw you, bro. When like when I was in the navy, bro, and we used to give out the fucking. We used to do that. I saw you did that in the Kurt Russell yeah, photo. I yeah. saw you do that, bro, and I was like. <laughs> Am I, I like? Are we best friends? Yeah. Are we, are we best friends? Like, I fucking saw that. I was like, bro, this is fucking amazing. What's bro. funny is that I've wanted to do that pose with him every single time I've met him, but I always end up so enamored with him that like yeah. it's not even a thought in my mind. And again, this time I was like, man, this, this could feasibly be the last time I get to spend any time with him. So I was like, I have to remember to do it. That's and I'm just fucking, fucking glad that I did, man. I'm gonna do the same thing in my uh, picture with uh with James Hong. I can't wait. Okay. And I might see you in Austin, my friend. Oh, hell yeah, I, dude. I might see you in Austin. So I might actually meet you before I meet these two guys. Ah, cool, <laughs> man. <laughs> hey, no fair. It's like on June 20th or something, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Dude, I, I, I can't wait, man. Um, my What's number... the name going to be there, too? I'm sorry. Uh, oh, no, 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 you're good. You're good. Uh, uh, the other guy. Victor... One of the storms. Yeah, yeah. Victor something. He was, um, God, he was in The Golden Child. Yeah. Yeah. So sorry about that, man. Sorry. Oh no, 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 you're good, man. Um, I wish I wish Dennis Dunn would do something. Oh, that would be fucking killer. That would be killer, bro. Yeah, he like realistically, he was the hero in Big Trouble Little China, which is mm-hmm. you know, Kurt Russell's like front and center on the poster, but it's like, dude, Dennis Dunn's character was was absolutely the hero of the movie. He was the one that always he always I remember I learned from him balance. 
Mm-hmm. It was always about balance between yep. good and bad energies. Yep. Oh my god, bro, we can get deep on that. Shit, oh, dude, right? I love it. I love it. <laughs> my uh, my number four is Escape from New York. Like, yes. nice. that soundtrack just kicks ass, man. Um, I listen to m- most of John Carpenter's scores while driving around, like consistently, and mm-hmm. and this is one that I I put on a lot, and I just really vibe to. So number four, Escape from New York. And I'm going to echo you because my number three is Escape from New York. Yeah, I'm the same thing. Because it, it, oh, no. sometimes my wife would get in my car and uh, she'll just like turn it on and like I'll have like you the thumb okay? drive in. And uh, she'll hear something and it'll be like, seriously, you listen to movie soundtracks again? I said, of course I am. Yeah. You, don't you don't you know me? Yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome. I and I listen to it all the time. I, I just love that. Uh, the soundtrack. Hell yeah. So that's my number three. Sexy. My number three is The Fog. There's no doubt about it. Uh, just how, how could you go wrong with everything in a, a good ghost story, good themes? Um, yeah, I'm trying to think what else I can really say about it. Sorry, I lost for words here. Seriously. Yeah, I, mean, I, was think, I was thinking about the escape from New York when you brought it because that's coming up. But yeah, <laughs> spoiler alert. But uh, <laughs> no, The Fog, I just love it. I always think about the theme, especially with the last scene you see with Hal Holbrook, Father Malone, just whoosh, and then it goes right to that theme. It's oh, it just hits. And yeah, same thing here. I can turn on. What was it before? Like when it came out, when the Carpenter came out with his themes again, the white covered one. Is it just called John Carpenter themes? Or I forgot. I which. So. Yeah. yeah. Anthology. It's anthology. Yeah. Anthology. Yeah. Like the yep. versions he has for Escape from New York and the Fog on that, for some reason, they stick out to me more than they did in the regular yes. versions. I don't yeah. know what it is. Yeah, because yeah, I think I think he just remixed them and they just come mm. out so much bolder, especially the Escape from New yeah. York. It's just like wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I just want to highlight Holland because he's going to bed because it's ridiculously late there. So he's got Salt on VHS in the early '80s. Also, the me- wow, the in the slipcase too. Oh, Damn, shit. wow, that's Halloween cool there. '78 media VHS. Yeah, everybody's uh. I'm glad I got mine when I did years ago because those things are just stupid mm-hmm. expensive now. And he's going to bed. So cool. Awesome. Colin, so we'll be in touch during the week. I'll send you the link, and he's going to be uh, sitting in with us next uh, Sunday night. Nice. Sweetness. Good night, Colin. Thanks, bud. Oh, yeah. My wife, she'll get in the car, and she'll be like, what the hell are you listening to now? If it's not like a podcast, it's like a soundtrack or something. She's yeah. just like. Pat, it's either John Carpenter or Rocky soundtracks at this Boom. in this car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have to. Nothing wrong with that, guys. Yep. Uh, did you go at number three? Oh yeah, Greg? sorry. Yeah, yeah, that was the fog. The fog. So Joe, okay. you're set for number three, buddy. Uh, yeah, number three. I'm gonna keep it fast. Is Halloween 2018, um, and, and I wanted to highlight one: uh, the shape hunts Allison. Yeah. When that awesome. kicks in, bro, fucking goosebumps, hair yep. stands up on the back of my neck. That kind of sums it up for me how great that is man so that's my number three 2018 heck yeah my number three is the fog i I love this movie Uh, i love everything about this movie the the score is is as haunting as the imagery that we get from from carpenter and company so uh number three the fog and yes i put this high up on my list i'm echoing joe 2018 when carpenter came out 2018 it's i I couldn't, I couldn't put it down. I just could constantly listen to it. To this day, I'll still put it in there. Mm-hmm. And I can honestly say in the last couple of years, since 2018, that's probably the Carpenter soundtrack I've probably listened to the most, even over Halloween. 
Well, and a shout out, out the, the extended version is good too. I and think the extended version's got some a lot of great shit on it. It's just, yeah, it, you know, because I was a little nervous because you you built yourself up because you're like, wow, Carpenter's going to come back and do the score. So you always had that in the back of your mind, like, oh god, what if it sucks? Because you're building this up so big that he's actually coming back and doing the score. And holy shit, did he friggin' knock it out of the park? Oh, he did big time. Just some great here, stuff. Here, here, I was thinking I was gonna get shit for having it be my number five. I love, I love that it's high up there for you guys, man. That's great. I love it. It's I a great score, it. man. It's a great score. It's good stuff. Number two, Escape from New York. Uh, I had a little funny story about it. My buddy Dan, um, I played, I play softball on Thursdays, and he's like, you know, if you show up to the parking lot late, you gotta come. You gotta blast the song from a soundtrack. So I put the Duke <laughs> arrives. Certainly, <high>. Duke arrives. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> People are looking at me like, "What the fuck's wrong with this guy?" But every <laughs> every track and that's so good. Escape from New York. I will say, when Carpenter came back to tour again, that was by far the highlight of both shows I went to. Is when he played Escape from New York. I. I don't know what it was, but it just sounds so cool. And they played the scenes from the movie, like mm. it, it, buy his concert disc too. If um, if people can't aren't able to go see him, get that disc. That's so cool. Turn that on. It's very good. Escape from New York, number two. Sexy man. Well, I mean, this one's gonna be a little eyebrow raiser, but for me personally, <laughs> because how much I love this movie, Halloween two, man. Halloween two is my number two, um, especially. Um, the shape stocks again. Y'all already know. Dun. Dun, dun. Like all that shit. Oh, like I get chills about it. That's my number two. So yeah, because it's an amped up version with because now he's got the synthesizer. And, yes. Uh, and, and, and that, that one will start blowing some speakers too, man. <laughs> and we can't discount what Alan Howarth brought to the table. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Cool. My number two is the thing. Um, this is one that I listen to an embarrassingly excessive amount. Um, <laughs> like uh, I, I listen to it on the way home from work on Friday. Uh, I rock this one like all of the fucking time. It's it's cool because it's something that you can put on. A lot of it is not in your face. It's just really atmospheric. Like Tone, slow, yeah, yes. I mean, boom, 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 boom. You know, like it's. It's just so great, man. Um, and I really love the main theme from it. You know, the one that, you know, when the when the film ends, it hits. Um, yes. It's, dude, I don't know, man. It's it's super comforting for me. And like, it's I, like I, soothing. The soundtrack yeah. comfort, comfort yeah. food for you. It, yeah. It, yeah. it really is, man. And like, the thing is just like, you know, I, I, I don't know, man. It's it's just so fucking perfect. Like everything about it. Uh, so yeah, I throw it on when I drive to and from work, like way more than I'd like to admit. So, uh, the thing <laughs> that's cool, bro. Something tells me everybody's going to be the same here. <laughs> All right. Do I even need to say it? Just look behind uh -oh. me. What I'm wearing my whole entire life revolves around. It. <laughs> so, I mean, I, and, and it's not just because it's my favorite movie. It's just like the soundtrack is perfect. It really, really is it perfect. Is. I mean, I, I, I mean, of course, there's some great soundtracks he's done, and there's great soundtracks for other movies that we all love. But that one is just when he, when he went and set his eyes and sat there and said, "Okay, this is what I'm going to do with it," because he was on, the, you know, he just did it real quick in what three days. Yeah. It was just it to me. To me, I just it was like it just came through him. 
mm-hmm. and just said, yep. this is what I got to do. I mean, the whole story of, you know, five, four time that he was learning on bongos from his dad, but to turn, so you get an inspiration of a time signature from bongos and that's what came out of you. To me, it, to me, it just, it came through him. Yeah. That's the, that's the only way I can describe it because it's, it's insane the way it is. I mean, and arguably probably you hear that and everybody, even if people don't, aren't the biggest Halloween fans, they know what that soundtrack is. Yep. It's just, I, they know it. It's everywhere. They played at six. Everywhere. Flags Fright Fest. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I honestly, I think that it's probably the most important aspect of the entire film is that music. It's a character. It's a character. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it a, it's a secondary character that you take that away. The movie, the movie is not as good. It's yeah. like he told it's that story. The most important aspect. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the story he told mm-hmm. where he said, I showed it to some executive and they're like, this isn't scary. There's nothing scary about this. He went back with the, with the soundtrack and she was like, Holy shit, this was a scary movie. Mm-hmm. And it really right. is. So try to try to just take, take the soundtrack away and then just watch it. I mean, it's an entertaining movie, but, Let's face it, but in 1980, when I saw it, it scared the shit out of me. I mean, yeah. I, it's very, very, um, you know, I, I couldn't wait to show my kids. Like when I showed yeah. it to them, but the kids these days are so desensitized to bigger and bolder and more amped up horror movies. Glory. So I was like, yeah, what'd you guys yeah. think? And they're like, it was okay. Yeah. They couldn't understand how I go gaga. I go, but you had to understand, 78 was a different landscape when it came to movies. So yeah. they're used to like, you know, saw shit, you know, like saw and all this other crazy nonsense. <laughs> so when I showed to them, they're like, eh, it was okay. They, they slept outside for a week after that, right, Pat? <laughs> <laughs> they were like, eh, no, it wasn't scary. They liked it. They didn't dislike it, but they just didn't think it was scary. I said, well, I, I feel like that's like most movies of that time now for for you know younger audiences like i remember i showed my little brother he's 10 years younger than me and he wasn't a big horror movie head growing up and i think maybe like five years ago i showed him the exorcist for the first time and i was like this is one of the fucking scariest movies ever made and he watched it and he was like yeah it was okay i'm like damn so desensitized man it's unbelievable. My wife to this day will not watch that movie. So I told these guys a story. So in my backyard in the summertime, nicer weather, I hang a movie screen. Yeah, yeah. My daughter will have her friends over. My my son, when he was younger, has friends over. Or even myself. You'll see me back. Like in the fall, you'll see me out there like a jackass sitting in a chair with a beer smoking watching a Halloween. On, smoking Hell a cigar. Yeah. Watching Halloween in the backyard. But they were like, you know, Dad, we want to watch a horror movie. I said, wow, did you guys ever see The Exorcist? And it was her and like three of her friends. Like, no, no, can we watch it? I'm like, yeah. So I go out there and I put it on and they're watching it. And my wife walks out. Oh, what did you put on? She goes, uh, okay, I'm out of here. <laughs> she just turns around. She's like, I'm out. She will That's not it. watch that movie. That movie traumatized her as a kid. So she just oh. starts, oh, I'm out. Bye. It's it's It still holds up for me, man. Wow. Yeah. They, they liked it, but they, they admittedly, well, it's, it, they like the third act more than anything. Mm-hmm. For sure. More action yeah. and things more happening. More action. Of course, things are happening. Not yeah, atmospheric, you know. Yeah. yeah. They like the beginning part. They're like, ah, it's kind of boring. With it. Yeah. Well, it's just trying to tell you the whole why this is happening. But yeah, obviously, everybody knows the third act is the best part anyway. So. We'll, we'll oh, see yeah. uh, how David Gordon Green, our, our Halloween director, does with the new Exorcist, man. I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> Fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Well, oh, did anybody will pick it apart? Well, did anybody uh, not have Halloween at number one? Just have Halloween. Halloween. We have Halloween. I, Halloween. I just I I, I was just that. curious in case somebody was like, oh, I had to do something different. <laughs> I echo it, but I think what's most important too is 
that 20th anniversary CD with the dialogue in it. it oh, yes. The way to oh, fucking yes. go. Michael. To, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Loomis dialogue. It, that to me, that's the way to listen to it. But uh every to each his own. Yeah. <laughs> because you because you, you're hearing it and you're visualizing the whole movie as you like when I'm driving oh, and I put that 100%. on, I'm visualizing the movie. It's just I'm surprised yeah. they didn't put that on vinyl like that, did they? None of them. Yeah, no, I'm surprised. Yeah. That's so did I did I tell you guys that uh I got to go into Michael Myers' bedroom? What? Yeah. So uh so fun fun fact, I don't even know if I'm supposed to be saying this, but I'm, I'm going to say it anyways. Uh, so Michael Doherty, uh, director of, of Trick or Treat and, and yeah. all that good stuff, uh, Krampus. So that house is now like for office buildings. Like you can rent yeah. an office there. Was so, it like a chiropractor for a while? I think yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah. So he uh, at one point, I don't know if he still does, but at one point he was renting. So fun fact, like Judith and Michael's bedroom was like conjoining. Like you had to walk through one bedroom to get to the other. Um, mm-hmm. So he, uh, he rents uh, those rooms or he did at one point. So um, a friend of mine was, was cool with him. And um, basically I was in LA for the John Carpenter comic book signing. This was two years ago. And so I was like, dude, let's, let's drive over to you know, the Myers house and get some pictures. And so we were there and I text my buddy that's like friends with him. And I was like, dude, I'm here. Like, do you think Michael is here? And he was like, oh, like I'll text him and see. But like, sometimes it takes him weeks to respond back. So I don't know. Long story short is Michael Doherty had texted and was like, I'm going to be there in 10 minutes. And like, I'm happy to like, you know, bring your, your buddy inside real quick. So like me and my other friend, like dude, Michael, uh, Doherty shows up. He's got this massive, uh, like, I think it was like a Rottweiler. It's, it was with him, uh, his dog. And he was like, oh, yeah, guys, come on in. So, like, he was like, you know, the only thing that I ask is, you like, you can't, like, I've got, like, production material for movies that I'm working on in the area that I'm taking you. So, like, unfortunately, you can't take pictures. But, you know, you're, you're more than welcome to come in and check it out. So, dude, he brought us up the foot the the famous stairs right and i'm walking up and i'm like this is fucking insane i'm going to judith's room Mm. and so we walk in and it's like dude i got to be inside that room on october 30th because that was that was the that was the date and so like we got to hang out and inside there for he he was super cool uh probably hung out for like 10 15 minutes and then uh kind of we're on our way but it was it was surreal being in that room and being able to look out that window and shit too. Um That's dope. So what's what's funny is is my buddy Jason Smith, like three months later, he went to the Myers house. He was on a vacation and he proposed to his now wife in front of the house. And somebody in the house was wearing a Michael Myers mask and looking out Judith's window in the proposal pictures. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. So, oh no, I'm sorry. It was three months, three months before I, I, uh, I got to go into, uh, Judith's room with, with Michael. And so anyway, so basically when I was in there and I was like, dude, my buddy proposed to his chick outside and there was somebody in this window wearing a Myers mask. I was like, was that you? He goes, I remember that that was a hundred percent me. <laughs> so I, I told I told my buddy Jason, I'm like, bro, Michael Doherty is in your fucking proposal pictures. Like 
in Judith's room wearing the Michael Myers mask. How wild is that? So that's fucking cool, dude. Fun, that, fun little little tidbit, man. That is badass. Yeah. <laughs> You've gone where no not many men have gone before. <laughs> dude, it, it, like I said, I'm just thankful that he was like, Oh, I'll be there in 10 minutes. And I was like, holy shit. Like Damn. he was Super that's what it's about, cool. man. That's what being a fan of all this shit is those little moments in time yep. that you get those opportunities because they come up whenever. You never know when that's just going to happen. I, you never know. When you first go to that house, you're, it's misleading because the house looks big. It's not as big as you think, Small. too. Yeah. It's tiny. It's not deep. <laughs> you know, no. It's, <laughs> it's very tiny. It's not big for a two-story house. No, so. not at all. Yeah. Not at all. That's but, where you got to put in that Michael Scott. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I am, I, sorry, I, I had a rough day, so I'm a little bit slow today. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this was fun, guys. This was good. It was great, man. I, yeah. I appreciate you guys having me on again, man. I could, I, I could, I could go for hours and hours and hours and yeah. talking about Carpenter, Kurt Russell, anything, man. You know, maybe. Yeah. Maybe before age 45. How about that? Let's do it. Let's yeah. do it, man. Do another one. Yeah, yes. absolutely. We'll do it before age yeah. 45. We'll think of another topic. To. You uh, Are to. you getting there Friday or Thursday? Are you gonna, when are you going to get there? I'll probably get there late Friday. Late Friday? Yeah. All right. Because we, I don't know about these fellas, but we're probably going to be hanging out. Oh, cool, man. Friday night doing some whatever crazy, you know, stuff. So, yeah, heck yeah. Welcome, man. Oh, cool, Enjoy man. Where are you staying? Party. Are you staying at the Sheridan, Jeremy? I think he's um, friend, right? Yeah, well, um, one of my best friends. He lives. He lives in L.A. So oh, okay, so you're when I yeah, typically gotcha. when I go out there, I, I I crash with him, which is cool. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Cool Look guys. Hell yeah, same. Of fun, man. Good to same. see you again, bud. It's yeah. uh, so before we let you go, pleasure. everybody go check out Fred Heads. Hell yeah! You can check Thank it out you. on Amazon. Get get the make sure you get the physical copy, which I will be getting. I'm also dropping in same. the chat as we speak. Epic Film Guys on uh cool. podcast which is on youtube go check it out very nice. a, lot very good, nice. a lot of good stuff on there yeah cool man i appreciate it guys and like i said it was it was a ton of fun man and uh i'd love to yeah. come back anytime you guys you guys want a, a short hobbit from middle earth i will uh <laughs> i will find my way to you from middle earth hop on whenever you want bud you're good <laughs> right, guys i appreciate you guys care, jeremy okay I'll see take you care jeremy see you man. Later, buddy Bye. later man awesome that was a lot of fun he's a great guy yeah, I uh, I'm so glad that we connected with him, uh, dude. I I can't tell you how many shows that I've been at before I even really knew him. <laughs> it's just kind of crazy. We talked about passing like, each other. <laughs> I was there. I was there. Like, oh, I, shit. it's funny. It's funny because like the people that he hangs out with, like that little circle of friends, I've ran into them at the conventions here countless times, and it's like you see them and you run into them and you don't know who, what, when, where, why. And then you realize that, dude, they're part of this this group of people that created this documentary. I was like, it's pretty badass, man. They travel everywhere. They travel to all the cons everywhere, man. They're all over the place. It's pretty wow. impressive. Pretty impressive. It, yeah, it I figure impressive. all our typical stuff that we usually do, I figured like, we'll be, I knew we had to leave by uh, 930, so I figured we could just... We'll just do all the other shite right now. I mean, we can do our beer, quick beer review. We got some collectibles. We got some new stuff in our collections and all that other happy horse shite that we usually do. So everybody hang out. Oh, yeah. It's all guy. He was a great guy. That, that was a kick-ass pregame. If that is like the warm-up pregame, that was pretty badass. And go check out anybody that's still watching. Go check out on this channel. 
Brett, Jeremy, and myself, we did our top 10 Carpenter movies a couple months back, and it's on here, and it's it was, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, we're, we're, we'll do some more Carpenter stuff with him. Jeremy is... He's like a Carpenter head. And we didn't really hit his collector's show coming up. Maybe that'll be kind of the big thing next oh, time. Oh, shit, he's I forgot starting. about that. Yeah, we'll yeah. have him. You know what? When he when he's when he starts doing it more, we'll definitely bring him on. He's doing like a collector show where he's going to places and meeting collectors and interviewing them and showcasing their collection and stuff yeah. like that. So yeah, if you're I on forgot Face- all about that. If he's on Facebook at Jeremy Todd. Yes. But, um, what's his Sweet Instagram? I should me. know what his Instagram is. I should know that by now. I don't know. I don't know. So since we're I've already almost done with my first beer. We'll just do a quick beer review. And I had a crazy week. I had a crazy weekend. Like I said, I spent four hours in the blazing sun today playing the guitar, sweating my ass off with my band for our local music festival. So I was like, you know what? I, got, I didn't get any, usually try to get something cool, some weird beer to try out. And I had no time. So I'm like, All right, what's left in the fridge? So I had some <laughs> leftover, I had leftover beer from the last week's podcast, which was. The Hartford Hayes <laughs> from the Lock Tavern Brewery. <laughs> so if you Very guys nice. watched this last week, it's the same one from last That's week. That's beautiful, man. That Local brewery. It, it really, it's it's absolutely amazing. And we were there Friday yeah. night. Uh, this Friday night, we were hanging out at the Lock Tavern Brewery, having a couple beers. Me and my wife went to see the Bacon Brothers at the a local, local theater here. Footloose. And, uh, he played, and they did Footloose. It was, it was, uh, it was the encore. <laughs> it was hysterical. <laughs> So that's the beer I am having tonight. And I will say this about Kevin Bacon. It was funny as hell. I did. I enjoyed the show. It was really good. Uh, great musicians. I, I didn't know too much of his material. I only knew a few songs, but I, it was a lot of fun. So he was talking about writing this song about a Bronco that he, like he used to have. And he's like, all right, anybody who hears over, who hears under 50? And like two people raised their hand. <laughs> and he, he's like, all right, get the fuck out. They, they should have checked your ID at the door. What the fuck are you doing in here? Get the hell out. Because <laughs> everybody was a lot older like me. <laughs> no, but it was That's hysterical. Awesome. Yeah, he, he was that a lot awesome. of fun. So I, anybody, if the Bacon Brothers come around, go check them out. It was a, it was definitely a good show. Bacon. So that is my beer. Um, Breddy was drinking. Yes. Do we know what movie that is? I'm sure we do. <laughs> fuck yeah, Breakfast Club. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Red Ale from Church Street Brewing right near my office. It's of all things, this brewery's been around for a handful of years, and it's been near my office all those years. I never went to it until last week. <laughs> How the hell does that happen? <laughs> that song fucking immediately jumps in my head. Hey, 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 don't you? Tears for fears. That's right. <laughs> I, I yeah, actually, simple minds, my, right? Oh, it's simple. Is it simple minds or tears for fears? Simple, I don't know. Somebody look at that. Help us out in the chat. I, I can't remember if it's Tears for Fears. And there Joe's drinking is. the no alcohol Heineken. Joe's the responsible guy. Well, he alcohol has to be. free, baby. Dude, oh. those are good, though, man. Those They're are tasty. It, it tastes like a regular beer. It tastes like a regular beer. Lack the hangover. Dude, if I had something else to send you, I wasn't just going to send you a can of that Sierra Nevada. <laughs> but, <laughs> Dude, I, have, I still have some of those, but I was like, you know what? It was Something a hot different. ass day today here in Texas. It was, oh, it was fucking, same here. It was fucking brutal, and I thought, you know what? I can't wait to have a couple of cold drinks with the fellas tonight. I couldn't fucking do it, man. Because we went out to. I tell you, when we we get into the collectibles, I will tell you my story. So, um, uh, so nice. this week, actually, I got this last week, and I forgot to throw a picture up. So I don't know if you guys got this in <laughs> FIA. Look at that, Andre the Giant. Oh, that's awesome. Here. 
<laughs> it looks like he's like this. He's like. <laughs> so yeah, this was at FYE. I had to pick this up. Um, what else did I get? Oh, this is. I think this is the latest issue of Screen, but it's got a real good article on Halloween too. That's the only reason I picked it up, and it's 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 worth reading. Yeah, I mean, art, uh, there's some cute, cool other articles in here too. But uh, yeah, it's a nice little article on H two, and uh, what else did I have in here? Oh, this came this week. Oh, oh look at that! I this like is a, this. This is Not... a Mex. This is an original Mexican Halloween five one sheet. A little Michael está vivo. Pero es veselos están al, al, alertas. Thank God, thank God, Joe, you say it because I'd butcher it. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I love saying this because he always has like from French, German. I love it. La venganza de Michael Myers. The revenge of Michael. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Oh, my it. God. I'm surprised it doesn't say Miguel Myers, to be honest with you. I know, Miguel, Miguel. <laughs> so that is what I got this week. Yeah, that this popped up, and I was like, "Ooh, this is kind of interesting. I like that." That is cool. That's good shit. stuff. Oh my god! Look at John uh, Carpenter's looking at us on the bottom left. I know he's watching us. Not, he's waiting for us to pay him. He's uh, like, "Write the check. Just move along." I don't have a lot. I didn't send any photos, but I just show you on here real quick, guys. So, um, you know, my MB, she loves Batman. So I did some uh, looking around this past weekend, and I never, I didn't realize she didn't have this one, but we got the original Batman pop. Oh, cool! Oh, wow, I like that. That's cool. The Adam West pop, super sweet, man. And she That's loves, cool as hell. She loves this one. Uh, you know, I love my NECA figures. Um, so they've already released a, a line, a bunch of the old school uh, Universal monsters, but we finally got the Bride of Frankenstein. Look at this sexy babe. That's Ow. awesome. That's beautiful, Ow. man. And this one is in the colored version, of course. So they're going to be releasing a black and white version. So this is killer. Very cool. Super awesome sauce. All right. So earlier today, we were, you know, we had some free time. We went up to the gas station, whatever. Uh, but on our way back, we stopped at some outlets and they had a hot topic there. And check these socks out, guys. I got a good deal. I bought three of them. Check out these Michael Myers socks. Look at these bitches. Look at those. Oh, those are different. I got to go check out Hot Topic. Oh, yeah, man. I God, I need some when I, when I tell you they are high quality, these are, are fucking high. They're not that thin shit. This is like that super thick, high quality. And guess how much these are, my guys? $8,000. Six, $6.90. Really? Yes. Wow. So I had a bunch of coupons and like whatever. So I got three pair. For I got buy one get two for free. Look at that shit. Amazing. At that. Oh, I got oh, what I kind of coupon was that? And I oh. love the original right here, the original the logo, logo and all that, yeah. dude. So I was like, love I'm them. gonna keep two of them and wear one of them. And then I got this for MB because I can't leave the honey out. Right? Check this out. So that's a oh, nice yeah. tank top. Look. At yeah, that. I saw that. Yeah, that that's nice. Yeah, you got Loomis in there. You got Lori in there. You got Mike. And you even got the quotes. That's what I loved about it the most is you got the ca- the the quotes in there. Blank, pale, emotionless face, the blackest eyes. I think Hell my yes. I think I got to get one for my lady too. Oh, if man. I think if you go on hot talk hot topic they're selling them. So and they have like a twenty or thirty percent off That's right up. now. So y'all can get you can order these online right now. Oh, I'll, I'll do that because it's easier. Hell yeah, yeah those, those those are some awesome socks. Hot I like pocket. That. 
Hot Topic, sorry. <laughs> because you know, we've bought I've bought in pairs of socks, like one pair, they're like 20 bucks. I'm like one pair. Now, how bucks. how are they like size-wise? Are, are they small? Oh no, they're they big. No, they're, they're they uh, these are unisex uh eight to twelve. They're big. Yeah, uh, they're yeah, big. Usually Ooh, the ones I buy are just said. damn small. <laughs> yeah, these are big, these are a nice size. And that's then, awesome. G GK, what's up? Hey Gabriel, how you doing? What's up, big fella? And um, what do we got here from Mr. Brady? Oh, yes. Yes, got one of those bad boys finally in the mail. As you guys know, I was able to get these for a good price, man. Yeah, you got a good deal on that. Love for, it. Uh, not messing around. Got to get that signed. signed. And, and you know what? And it was great because you get all these extra, you know, little pieces with this. And, you know, you get a lot more, more bang for your buck with this figure than all the previous releases. They, so. yeah. People complain they're expensive, but I tell you, they're made nice, man. They're, they're made, made nice. Mm, these boxes mm -hmm. are so cool and yeah, fucking sweet. If I'll say one thing, if they were a bit, oh, there you go, Pat. Did you go find the pennant? <laughs> I know I am going to because I like that pennant. That's awesome. There it is. It's yes, that's nice. nice. It's I like that. Awesome. So that's a H three. Is that H three exclusive? Oh, it is. You got the yeah. three. Okay. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. the year it came out, right? Eighty two. 82. 82 it was. Yeah, that's the year it came out. That's right. And I think I would say this is probably this is probably my favorite one they've made yet. The detail on it's just awesome. So that is killer. Yeah. Yeah, they what did do they... a real nice job. Yeah. It it is something about the size oh, of the box. Like oh, it's that, not your on. standard NECA figure. I love that display window. I love it. And it I says Evil it. Dies Tonight, of course. <laughs> yeah, surprising. I love he's got the bat and he's got, you know, the, yeah, you get, I love, I love the window box because you get three areas of art. You get the front, the inside yep. art, and then you get the back art. Like it's so cool of a collectible piece. You can, you can show it, it off just by opening up the window. You don't have to take it out. I love it. Joe, oh, I think that guy's going to be putting more right of them up too. So oh, I love it. Fuck man. That's so cool. Oh, the guy that you got that from. Yeah. I just, this one with the the props, you know, you got the light bulb, of course. The you light got bulb, the, the bat, the bat. Oh, Huckleberry! Oh, Huckleberry! Oh, Huckleberry! You Woo! got the hands that are different, you know, missing fingers. <laughs> that is good stuff. Good awesome shit, stuff. my friend. Good shit. DK says, "Would love to know what y'all bring into H forty five to get signed." I had a conversation awesome. with MB about that today. I was like, "We might be shipping shit home." Like we might go on Sunday and just put it all in a box and ship that shit home. I'm I'm okay. checking my lug my my apparel bag. That's what I'm gonna probably do. Yeah, here. I'm just gonna bring an extra bag. Yeah, I might do a, a Sean Clark where he brings that big ass black briefcase that he has. Yeah, that fucking bulletproof fucking case, <laughs> dude. Yeah, when I'm giving him the beers, he's always putting them in that thing. I'm like, dude, wrap <laughs> yeah. them up nice. He's like, trust me, I've done this before. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, okay. I'm like, a pro. Where you get that shit? That fucking it looks like a tank of a fucking bag, man. It's like it's impenetrable. You can't carry that thing on. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> no shit. Like fuck. So good stuff, guys. Good oh, shit. That, new, good. that is our new stuff for this week. That's um, beautiful, man. Trying not to get anything, but I keep going. I keep making the mistake of going on eBay like a jackass. I got to stay off that fucking thing. <laughs> um hey, and um. Oh, and I don't know if you want me to say, but, but were you watching a certain thing, Brett, on eBay? <laughs> or no? 
Be very, very quiet. I'm hot. I'm hot to wab it. <laughs> I don't know if I just, it just just dawned on me when I mentioned eBay. So I don't know if you followed it or or you did anything about it or you just you didn't bother or did it go? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not mentioning it. So that's why. Um. If if you see me out in the streets, uh, then you know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> GK says, since it's going to be expensive, I'll be getting my Gleason print signed by most. Cool. Oh, that's okay. nice, Gabriel. Yeah. Nice. nice. Yeah, I got that's a lot of these cool. figures. These I, I like getting these trick-or-treat studio figures signed. So That's badass. I don't have to bring the Dick Warlock one because he'll be here at Flashback, so that's one less thing to bring. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I was fucking pissed because I was like, I was looking at, you know, I told you I was going to go to Houston Horror Film Festival. They just announced all these more. Did you see all the other people they just announced there, Brett? I'm like, what the fuck? Will Sandin, fucking all this shit, man. Sandy yep. Johnson. I'm like, I don't you can get all that shit now. You don't need to go to age 45. Yeah, Joe, I don't yeah, know I what know. you're. You might, if that's if you're planning to get them anyways, and maybe you get them because there's going to be all these other Halloween movies if you want any of those people. So yeah, I was thinking like I don't have to worry about shipping so much back. I can just get it from them, right. you know, right then and there. So that's it's that's that's fucking lucky, dude. I don't know how that is. It's like. You know, I guess it just coincides with the anniversary of the film and all that shit. Yeah. So it just 45th coming up. Yeah. Yeah. It was it's crazy. It really sounds like Andy Manichek's going to be there. So that might be time consuming. So <laughs> she's going to, she's going to get sick of seeing me. I'm going to fucking be right there in her face, like nonstop. <laughs> like, and I other things. Your, I love your forehead. I love your forehead. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it so much. I love how the, the light just glistens right off of it. Here. Oh. oh. <laughs> oh, Sheiky Baba. Oh, <laughs> oh, the Iron Sheik. Rest in peace, my friend. You jabroni. You jabroni. Hollywood blonde jabroni Hulk Hogan. I put yeah. you in the camel clutch. I fucking love it. I love it. Rest in I, peace, Sheik. Hey, yeah. I've been going back and watching old matches, bro. Like, I've been going back and watching it, dude. Fucking oh, really? Legend, bro. On YouTube. They got fucking full matches on YouTube. It's fucking great. When they used to interview him, like uh, like uh, me and Gene Oakland, he th- that guy spit more than anybody I've ever seen when they oh, talk. He when he gets so riled up, he's like, "That's off!" Like, oh, <laughs> like, shit, he's spitting everywhere. He was like the he was like the Ron Jeremy of the fucking wrestling world. Like he was, uh, he badass. was... He was badass. He was unconventional but badass. The great Kevin Nash would always t- was talking about stories like how. He would randomly pick what car to travel with which wrestlers because he knew which ones had the freaking dope with them. Which ones had the best coke? <laughs> and like they had already smoked one. One guy and save any for the chic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. oh, that's okay. Fuck you. Fuck your mother. Okay. Fuck you. Fuck your mother. And if anybody out there has not seen that Iron Sheik documentary, oh, you got it. You it's don't know good. what you're missing. It's Go good. watch the, the documentary on the Iron Sheik. I forget the exact name of it, but it was like being Sheik or becoming a Sheik or something like that. Yeah. Whatever the documentary is, go watch it. That is just amazing. I mean, and he does have a humble backstory. He does. You know, don't get him on the Killer Bees, though. The, the wrestling tag team Killer Bees. Jim Brunza, I love very much. Be Brian Blair. He fucking sucked. <laughs> I kick his ass, make him humble. <laughs> I make you humble, bitch. That is so great. Oh my god. Oh, I'm sorry. Now we got an iron cheek, and God, Lisa's gonna come down here in a minute. She's like, You're still talking iron cheek. It's been five days. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're supposed to mourn. You're mourning still. <laughs> oh god, I am, I am. He's so famous for the Hulk Hogan match, man. Hulk Hogan's first yeah. championship. Yeah. 
I put you in the camel clutch. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. So this, so we do our quick uh, segment of what everybody watched this week. And uh, I did watch something. I'm going to talk about it. And uh, holy snooze fat, fat Batman. All right, so I did watch a few things. I, I obviously I, I did rewatch Assault of Precinct 13, amazing film. Um, I've been still watching Growing Belushi. For those who haven't watched it, you want to watch something really, really funny, go watch Growing Belushi. <laughs> it's awesome. I did watch H3 because we were because since we're doing the H3 book club, I went back and watched H3 because it's just it's just a fun watch. And go ahead, go ahead. Did you see Frank Riker's uh, new stand up? Did you see that? No, um, no, I don't. Yeah, they did. It's it's him grabbing uh, what's her name's ass, you know, when the when she's in her, uh, you know, her nice negligee. Oh, is it? I got to check it. out. I know they just did. Remember how he grabs her list? ass after she takes the blanket off? It's like he did a whole stand up of that. Him grabbing. Oh, her I got to check it out. I know they just did an episode, <laughs> but I was still busy. I got to go. Maybe tonight I'll catch up on it. But yeah. I did get a chance to see the Boogeyman. Did you? Is yes. it worth it? Is it no, worth it? it's not. It's not. God, <laughs> it. No, uh, no. It's a kick in the yams, isn't it? The last five or six uh, minutes of it, it was kind of cool. When it was like the real, like the, like the final showdown with the boogeyman. But the rest of it was a complete snooze fest. Sorry, guys. Uh, the movie makes you humble. Oh no. Yeah. So I. <laughs> so and that basically, I'm hearing the same reviews from everybody that it was kind of boring. That's a damn shame. Yeah. So. Oh, real but quick. I'm I tell you, form your own opinion. But honestly, my advice is that once it starts streaming somewhere, watch it then and form your own opinion. I wouldn't mm. spend the money on it. Damn it, man. Uh, real quick, if you don't mind, guys. Um, yeah. Yesterday, I met uh, the guy who played Miklo in Blood In, Blood Out, Damien Chapa. Oh, Bomb by Honor with the art. Yes, yes. So look, so look at this fucking signature with that big ass marker. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Dude, it's a fucking marker like that fucking fat, bro. I was like, what do you use it? Baseball eyeshadow? Dude, seriously. <laughs> Look at this bottom one. Damien Chapa Miklo. I was like, what the fuck? Dude, I was like, all right. Like the fucking jumbo Sharpie. Dude, it was a fucking big ass fucking Look Sharpie. Look those big ass markers we used to sniff ooh, as kids because it would give, like, give you a buzz. This shit? I was like, all right, fine, whatever. And then today we went to the gas station for this lovely lady right here, the one and only. Ginger Lynn, check Ginger it out. Ginger Lynn, oh, oh my god, yeah, yes, yeah. I saw your picture. You guys got a real good picture there. She, man, she couldn't have been fucking nicer. I swear it. And we had a very interesting conversation, uh, and her and MB hit it off. I was like, "What the fuck is going on right now?" I was like, "Like, honey, you? I'm glad you don't really know her background very well." But <laughs> yeah. they were like. There were two peas in a fucking pod. Like they talked about the jewelry, like the, she makes jewelry and this and that. I was just does like art. She does art. She paints. Yes, and stuff. dude. To say meeting her was an absolute treat. She even told us a backstory about her when she did the scene uh, for the Devil's Rejects that she had torn her ACL uh, about not too long before they needed her in the film. Mm -hmm. So that she was going to do a different scene. But then she called Rob Zombie and he wrote that scene. He had a re he created that scene for her, her to still mind. be in the film. Yes. Nine. So the way she got on top of Sid was the first time she met him was they had the crew line up on either side of him and they had to carry her 
kind of like the scene in Ends where they do with Michael. They had to carry her over, and then they just plopped her on top of Sid's lap. That was the first time that she met Sid Haig. And she and said, Sid was probably just like, yes, it's, yes. And can we do that again? Hey, baby. Can we do it again? And again? <laughs> and again? <laughs> so I was I was just so enamored. I was fucking stunned. And she was a sweet lady, man. So I was just. I would I just have to. I would have asked Sid, did Sid get a stiffy? Because she would have known. Oh, dude. Oh, wouldn't have. It's like she was a big part of my childhood, bro. <laughs> she live. was legendary, bro. Legendary in the eighties. Legend. Damn. Yep. And Still, now she and... does. She she pals around all the time now with um. Who's the other porn star from the eighties that I always liked? Uh, Christy Canyon. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Damn. They're like best buddies, and they they do all sorts of stuff together. Holy and, um, shit! Gosh. Yeah. And of course, yes. that's you know, turn the page, the Metallica video. I remember watching that as a kid mm -hmm. all the time. The X-rated version. Oh, so good. Damn it. So sorry. That's what I watched. Did not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The markers were the best. We used to get such a buzz from those things. Oh, oh hell yeah. And like, were you sniffing markers again? No. They're fucking marks on your nose. Like <laughs> yeah, we get some, I had a black <laughs> on my nose. You should be like, uh, Mr. Ring. Put the cat back on. I wasn't doing anything. Uh, what are you yeah, doing um, with the freaking right, Hitler? Like, oh, oh, we got right Hitler. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, had, oof, we used to get such a head rush from that shit. Fucking. They, yeah. Remember, they used to have those paint, uh, the paint pens. Remember the paint mm -hmm. ones? Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, you should, you shake it. It's, uh, and it had the little shake thing inside. The cap it. open. Yeah. Paint hotter around. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to. You know, not, I don't want to get too deep. You know, that was when we were young. That's what she said. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> deeper. I can't go any deeper. <laughs> oh, God. You dick. I reached my limit. I can't. <laughs> oh, I can't. I what did you watch, Freddy? What did you watch, Freddy? Did you watch, Freddy? I'm going to tell you, did both of you guys or either of you guys watch Renfield finally or no? Yes. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. Freaking hated it. I haven't heard anything good about it. I'm, is it streaming yet? I'm yeah. gonna tell you, it it's is it? not What's a good movie one? at all. It's on Peacock now. Peacock, yeah. okay. Peacock. There you go. It's not a good movie at all. But if there's one scene that I will go back and watch a ton of times, and do you know which one it is, Pat or Joe? Which when one he's is flying it? in the air and the one dirty cop's like, "That guy can fly." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're watching them on the TV screen, right? Yes, yes. That boy can fly. That was it just cuts back to. <laughs> I man, the whole story was just pointless. It didn't make sense to me. That movie was just. Ugh. I loved. I loved. Uh, what's his name? Nicholas Cage as as Dracula. He was great. I, I heard. I, like I heard Holt he was the best too. part of it. I heard. Yeah. He's a good actor. He's the best part. Everything else was stupid. The whole storyline with the cop and the, all that shit. Stupid. Fucking stupid. Could have did without it. Ass yeah. cheeks. Ass yeah. cheeks. The Bob owns everybody. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> everybody. It, it was so... It, I felt like it needed to be on a grander stage. Like the story needed to be bigger. It needed to be more. And it, it, it was really small. We might not have liked it, but it it's got... A lot of people liked it. It... It's not like it bombed or anything. It didn't yeah. do great, but it's it's got a yeah. little bit of a following. And IMDb yeah. gives it six and a half. Uh, I got to really? give it about four and a half Halloweenies. <laughs> <laughs> we got to come yes. up with a name. If they're come, if they're gonna, if they're if they're coming up with Fred Heads, we got to come up with one for Michael. We yeah, maybe to. maybe our star system will be Halloweenies. 
but we got to think of a name for Halloween fans. That's right. Yeah. Like there's Trekkies, right? You yeah. know, you got Trekkies. Let's see. The Boogie Manners. The Boogie Manners. <laughs> yeah, the Boogies. The Boogies. The Boogies. The Boogies. I'm going. I'm going to Pasadena to hang out with all the Boogies. Fuck yeah, bro! Boogie woogie, bitches. <laughs> you go get drunk with the boogies. Fuck yeah! I'm on that Atkins diet. That was a good one. I came with the Atkins diet. That was a good one. But not what I watched. You, oh uh, you. I uh, all I watched you. was uh, you. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Uh, no, I watched Hot Fuzz because uh-huh. I think. Some somehow, some way, we were talking about it, and I was like, You ain't never put your gun in the air and go ah from point break. So I had to go back and watch it again. So fucking hot fuzz. Uh, we were still watching Yellowstone, so we're like in season three, so we're catching up on Yellowstone. Kevin Costner kicks ass. Um, nice. and then I watched uh, the Arnold uh documentary today, so all three yeah. episodes, each episode is an hour, so it's about three hours. So I Are watched you- it. Today. Are you going to watch FUBAR? Because actually, I've been watching FUBAR. Sorry, I didn't say that. I'm halfway through it. You should watch FUBAR. You know what? It's with Pete Davidson. No, not Pete Davidson. Um, No, it's the Arnold show on Netflix. Yeah, it is. That one. What is the one with uh, Pete Davidson? Oh, my gosh. Um, It's like, I forgot who was in it, too. But they're they're the two that I want to watch. The one with Arnold, uh, FUBAR, and then this one with Pete Davidson. Fubar. Because what's his name does a cameo in it? Um uh the clown from uh, Terrifier. Um Damian Damian, Leon? yeah, Damian Leon. David Howard Thornton. David Howard Thornton. Yeah, David Howard Thornton does a cameo as as the clown in this new show. Uh, oh, that's wow. on Peacock. Uh that show. Yeah. I know what you're talking uh, about. Butt kiss, butt kiss. There you go. Butt kiss. Uh Joe Pesci's in it too. That's right. That's what I was thinking. So I want to watch those two. So I'll probably watch Fubar and then Butt Butt Kiss or Butt Kiss, whatever it's called. I, everybody's Kuss. telling me about this show, Peaky Blinders. It's really good. Yeah, I, Peaky Blinders. I, I, I've good. heard you guys. You guys watch it yet? I've I've, I've seen some of Peaky Blinders. This I heard it's really I good. I haven't seen Peaky Blinders. Yeah, everybody's telling. Oh, you gotta like. You gotta check it out. It's really good. She so. Jabberoni. Yeah, Jabberoni. That's what we're watching. Did you no, watch the? Tra- did you guys watch? Sorry, did you watch the trailer for that new Emma Stone movie, Poor Things, where she's kind of like a made-up like robot? <laughs> no, no. I, it. I, I want to see the new fucking Jennifer Lawrence movie where she's getting paid. That to go was, oh for yeah, that, that was funny as hell. We're talking about that. Yeah, yeah, we're I talking about that. Fucking, the other night. I fucking love me some J Law, man. Fuck me, I love Jennifer Lawrence. Sheesh, I could yeah, watch. Is that coming out? Is that coming out this week? It should be soon. Um, yeah. I love that movie, uh, Silver Linings Playbook. Like oh, I love, I love. Uh, Bradley, Brad, uh, Brad, uh, Bradley Cooper. Awesome yes, like movie. yeah. Robert De Niro kicks ass. He's a father that's addicted to fucking gambling and his fucking Eagles. Eagles Bradley- and uh, 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 with the curses and shit. Yeah, yeah, like he's got that OCD. Like he's fucking the remotes have to be a certain way, and he's superstitious and all that shit. God damn, I love that movie so much. Oh, yeah, Blake brought this up before. We forgot to talk about it. The Carpenter video game, the new one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what date? Um, I changed the subject. What date is the, the fucking uh, Kickstarter for the game, H2? Is it the 14th? Yes. Good call. Oh, yeah. 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 Need Anybody a- out there? Yeah, so the 14th, if guys go back to two episodes that when we had Anthony Massey on from yeah. Stop the Killer board games, the Kickstarter for the Halloween 2 board game is this Wednesday. 
Yes, well, three days. In three days, guys. And so, and we're only saying this because when you order it, you get uh, all the extra uh, extra starter packs, and you, which will not be available after the fact. It's only when you do the Kickstarter. Yes. Yeah, we need so, to get that shit. We need to get that. Need that shit, man. We need it. Or we make somebody humble. I need it. 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 And I think what we have left is Give it to our, me now. Come on. Now is our collectible spotlight for the week. So I tell, tell everybody if you ever wonder what the other side of this room looks like, <laughs> just watch that intro. Oh, that's awesome. You're fucking champ, heavyweight champ. The champ, Rocky Balboa. <laughs> fucking love it. You're the champ. Love it, bro. Woo! Okay. Please take hell, hell yes, take my money. Yes. <laughs> Ryan Ryan's we might have to make this part of the show. Ryan Strong went out there, the Mike and Dykes. <laughs> oh <laughs> Mike oh. and Dykes. Oh Hold God. on. Uh, oh yeah, Rob. Exactly. <laughs> we were right there with uh, when he's shown us that stuff in that episode. We're like, just take our. I'm like, just here, take my credit card now. Or is it like, uh, was it Peter Griffin in um, in um, American in uh, Family Guy when he gets the um, the pajamas with the mm-hmm. ass flap? Here is my checkbook. Just put any amount on there. Now, I need this. <laughs> Stupid. I go. I'll go first because I didn't send a picture. And I'm come on, come on. Come on. So send a picture. I think you guys love this series, and I, I don't buy a lot of physical media. I didn't because I bought it in the past, and then other people have gotten to keep it. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of gave up on it because I've been losing it so fucking much. But this one, I saw this, I had to buy it. Uh, this is the Blu-ray digital bobblehead version of. Ash versus the Evil Dead. Oh wow, that's cool! So you even have little bobblehead Ash in there. Look at that. That's really cool. I love this series. Uh, I'm sure you guys have seen it. It was a great. That was a great show. Fucking amazing. I wish they made more of it. Um, Right when it was at with the they went the the Mad Max style. I was like, oh man. Yeah, and it's still in the plastic. It's the Best Buy exclusive with the bobblehead and stuff. And I, I cherish this. I'm never gonna open it, but it's it's just something I thought was real cool. What was about fifty bucks? Uh, I think it was fifty when I bought it. Yeah, they're going for like two hundred now online. Get the fuck out of here! (laughs) Get get out of here! How uh, that, we might have to do that one too, Pat. You might have to get that one. Get the fuck out of here! Is that recent that that came out, or how how old is that? Uh, it's been it's been a little bit. I've had it. Just in curious, what year it came out? Yeah, yeah a couple a years. While. Yeah, yeah, for a little bit. I don't know. It's been a while since we lived over there. About a year and a half, maybe two years. Oh. Ah. Yeah. So I went, I was trying to think of something interesting. So I, and I, I went to the corner and I'm going old school paper magic group, early Myers collectibles. And this is a hanging Michael Myers. 
Hey. What's wrong? Has he got like a fucked up eye? Is that just the way that it's shot? I think, let's see. I know I took some closer up photos. So there's a, a string. So basically, it's like one of those things that hangs and it's it's like a rubber band and it can just bounce up and down. We we buy those at Spirit every year, like the ghosts. You know, they got the little ball and right. we just, yeah, yeah, dude, that's cool. Look at that fucking guy. <laughs> he looks angry. Looks like he's got dirt in his nose. <laughs> Look at that fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> major league look at this fucking guy oh, it's like he's been snorting pencil lead <laughs> and there's uh the paper magic group oh P- pmg that's the company that made those uh oh. the bags pat remember we were talking about that a while but yeah. luminary bags same the company. luminaries yep that, that's yeah that would probably be one of my uh, that'd be one of my collectible spotlights one day too yeah this is from what year is this Two, 2010 2010 Dang, that's cool, man. I, the best is for adult use only. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do with that? Don't, don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. I have to, after we're done tonight, that's what I have to upload on here. I have to go get it, that clip. I you got to do get the fuck out of here, too. You'll get, yeah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and that's what I'm very Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, that's, that's, no, this, that's, <sighs> um, I think 2010, so that's old, 13 years I ago. Love, the, I love shit like that, man. That's yeah, cool. That's the shit they used to sell in Spencer's. All the paper magic yep. stuff was sold in Spencer's. That's, so that's where you had all those old figures, too. Remember those statues mm-hmm. were at Spencer's? And Yeah, Spencer's cool. was the first one to put all that shit out. Yeah, and then I would come up with that shit, my mom and dad would look at me like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now my wife does it. <laughs> we get that look. When, when I get something, I just the wife is just like... Yeah, like Pat was wandering around chasing dogs last night, so I was talking to Mrs. Pat last night. No shit. Yeah, so, so was sitting you outside you, by you the... guys get this shit in the mail. <laughs> oh, yeah, she was going off about... about yeah, she's like, oh, you so guys... I know, I it like two years ago, and I had to tell her, and I'm like, listen, part of the time that's true, and it is true. I'm not it saying is it's true, always sure. true. Not always part true. Part of it is of freaking true, because I when I got that Adrian Barbeau NECA figure in the mail, like... I was wondering when the fuck it was ever going to come. I totally forgot, and I didn't get shipping information on. All of a sudden, it's at my doorstep. I'm like, "What the fuck is this? What the fuck? Well, get the fuck out of here!" Well, the freaking printed in blood book. That was like like a three year pre order. I forgot about it. Remember, it was like two and a half years. I think for that printed in blood book. So yeah, so she she was going so. We have these two new puppies that are like having two newborns. They're just completely out of control. Like before I heard them, they were racing around upstairs on the, because the hardwood floor, you can hear them. They just get like the zoomies at night. They just start freaking whipping around the room and beating the shit out of each other. So last night we're sitting outside and I'm chatting away with Brett and I brought the puppies out because they wanted to come outside and see us. And then they're just like, I'm like, come here. They go that way. I'm like, no, over here. They go that way. They're just because you're trying to train them still. <laughs> So I'm like, here, talk to Brett. Brett, talk to my wife. I gotta it's go like Rocky, <laughs> get him. Rocky chasing the chickens, right, on the ground. <laughs> yeah, like this fat guy with this trying to, son of a bitch, come here, come on. Yeah, and, yeah, she, and your wife's like, get him, go. <laughs> Just like, oh, shit. <laughs> it was like listening to the Benny Hill music for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rob, Rob, these two gentlemen that I do this show with already got their fright rag figures. I haven't gotten mine. Yes, yet, so I, I, I am usually it? the last person. I'm always oh. the last person to get shit, and I, I was one of the and, first this year. And Steve Green hasn't gotten them yet. I know that Steve didn't get them yet. He was like, 
Yeah, so I think me and Joe got them. Well, oh, you know what, Rob? Did you order fine. one I'm set? Going to be fine. Just to Rob, did you order one set or two? Because we're just curious. Because Brett ordered two sets, and I'm just wondering if the people that ordered two sets were going to be the next shipment. Because oh, yeah. it's easy. Because if they do all the people that ordered one set, they can blow all that out the door. You know. Yeah. Instead of because uh, then it, it would cut it in half if they had to give it out to the people that ordered two. Now he ordered one set, Rob. That's awesome. You're always last. I don't know, man. I'm right. I'm always there. Yeah, the freaking. I don't know how that all went down. Isn't that strange how that all goes down? And um, Brady's. Uh, I'm just hanging out playing spotlight. Nintendo. Oh, there you go. There's my in awesome honor of our in honor of uh, Jeremy visiting us tonight in our review of Assault on Precinct 13. Austin Stoker. That is awesome. That's With a great DVD shot. Too. I turned on. Yeah, that's isn't that cool. Damn, so man. is so is that like a reprint of like um of a lobby card? Yeah, it, it is a reprint. Yes, yeah. definitely. That is cool. That's a great shot. That is yeah. fucking amazing. Great movie, really is. Good stuff. Good stuff. No, Sorry. if it goes alpha if alphabetical, Brady should have got it. Look at my friend Eliza Dushku. How about that, huh? Look at oh that. wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Let me get you solo you, there. You busted. I love her. 30th birthday meeting her, so instead I got something else signed I brought. So she's like, you could take a photo for free. I'm like, eh, you could sign it. That's okay. I'll just take it. Can I just, take, can I just take your panties home? Did I just say that out loud? And I remember Joshi was dating the gray-haired basketball player in the Lakers. What was that guy's name? Rick Fox. Fox. So he him. was behind the curtain. I saw him there. I'm like, oh. I fucking hate that guy, man. I, yeah, I would have walked up to him. I would have walked up yeah. to him. Just said, you know what? Good for you, and just kicked him right in the fucking shin. Yeah, I hate Rick Fox. Everybody, she, he's so pretentious. Yeah. She hasn't done anything either. She got married to another older gentleman and had a baby, and she hasn't done anything. She's like out of acting. I don't know. I, I, I follow her on Twitter and Instagram, though. Stalker. <laughs> Stalker. <laughs> and don't worry. Lisa says, at least she's a brunette. I'm like, oh, jeez, Lisa. Thank you. <laughs> at least she's a brunette. Why? <laughs> I didn't say that. Oh, my God. I think that was when my wife was like going to town about blondes recently. I don't know. That was a long time ago, I should say. Don't, not recently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this barrel-aged stuff started to get me talking. I should shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. We might have to extend the podcast. It's starting to kick in for Brady. Well, oh. uh, I can, I can I can get it back then because I was pretty pretty well lit chewing Brett's ear off last night. Well, I know one thing. If we're going a little bit here, I'm not going to fall asleep because that's usually what we've done in the past. You know? Hey, that is true. That is true. Where is? Oh wait, let's see. I'll bring it out for those that haven't seen. It. Is it still here? Yeah. Well, this is when Brady did his badass video. <laughs> So that uh, was one that was from one night where the three of us were just chatting and <laughs> Joe and I were just talking about like is Brett sleeping? Did he? Is he is he snoring? <laughs> it's <Yeah>. over. <laughs> if somebody was, came next to me, uh, put my arm up one. <laughs> but we just we just kept talking like nothing had happened. We just yeah. went along. Yeah, because with then it. I woke up and I started walking around. You guys are like, oh zombie walked, man. I was like, what's going on? We were just sitting back watching the whole thing. Like 
I'm glad you didn't pull your wiener out and start peeing or something. I'm just like, glad. I turned around. I'm like, oh, I'm still, we're still on the air, huh? They were still talking. <laughs> you just went to bed. You literally turned off the TV, the lights, everything. You just left. You just walked out. You were, oh, you were God. done. What? Stick a fork in Brett. He's done. Oh, well, are we also, oh. are we also, wait, we also have this classic. No, the problem about having a beard is the mustache is always in the way. Bro, that is so bad. Do you see the? Do you see the difference? Like the I look like wow, that's crazy. That is crazy, dude. You, the most random thing happened today too. My I went to this graduation and my cousin, who's God, she's got to be fifty five now, and she's recently divorced. And she, at that late of an age, I know it's kind of crazy, but she bought a brand new supercharged Mini Cooper, right? Oh. fully suited everything she loaded this whole thing up i get inside one of these cars i'm like god damn i'm getting fat or something i can't get these cars anymore <laughs> they're like, little let's, let's go get this oh, thing on full speed these things can fly i'm like oh my god yeah anyway, i'd be like me trying to get in i'd be like fat guy in that little car she's like <laughs> now i'm gonna go really fast here just so you know these are made by bmw i'm like okay sure <laughs> oh. No, man, I'm terrified of those cars, man. They're little and they're fast and they're dangerous. They look like they're death traps, dude. Yes, dude. Kind of like the smart cars. You see one of those and you're like, dude, my lawnmower could beat the shit out of this car. (laughs) Oh, the smart cars. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. I don't know. Sorry, I got on that subject. You know, Brett's getting, he's getting out of roll right now. He's a little. That's okay. It's all good in the hood. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Germans? Brett's on a roll. What's that from? (laughs) What's that from? I should know that because I know that I know it, and I can't think of it. Oh God! Come on, you guys don't know that. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Germans? It's a sports movie, isn't it? He's on a roll. Leave him. No. Oh no. Uh, he's on a roll. Leave him. <laughs> yeah. What the what fuck? Yeah. Wow. I th- I caught you guys with one that you don't know. Look at that. Huh? What is that? Mm-hmm. Today, Junior. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna hold on. He's like, we're on a go. He's on a roll. Leave him. Oh, that's, that's Veronica Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Hey, hold on. Don't tell us. I'll, I'll give you another hint. Um, they took the bar, the whole fucking bar. Oh fuck. Wait a minute. Joe, don't the police were here. The police were here. They took everything, even the stuff we didn't steal. Oh, it's fucking Animal House. (laughs) There you go. Come on, Animal House. I thought you were going to say something like Funny Farm. We want the house, the pots and pans. We even want the dog. That's right. Yellow dog? Honor, Honor, the police were here. They took everything, even the stuff we didn't steal. You guys ever oh. seen PCU? Yeah, see, Rusbit. PCU. PCU hey. was, oh, I love PCU. PCU is underrated as fuck. Yeah. So underrated. Ah, uh, hmm. Frostbite. Yeah. Yeah, I caught I caught you guys off guard with the Animal House. Wow. I know most John Landis stuff, just, and that that disappoints me. And it's funny because I just watched that not too long ago. So I'm like I thinking. I always have Toga stuck in my head. It's toga, Toga. But then I, what really, what got it was the last part you said. He's like he's on a roll. That's when uh, they're talking. That's when they're talking that's, about that's it. That's when he's like trying to rile them up. And he's trying yeah. to rile them up. 
Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> Niedermeyer uh, dead. Marmalade dead. <laughs> I know from experience, dude. <laughs> Put Niedermeyer on it. He's a sneaky little shit, just like you. <laughs> and speaking of Kevin Bacon, that's Kevin Bacon was in that hey, film too. Kevin Bacon, that's right. I was. I think I was telling Brett last night because I I started to get a good buzz on doing the Bacon Brothers show. I wanted to rush the stage and go. All is well. Calm down. All is well. That is you remember that awful. from the end of Animal House, and yep. then the then, then the whole crowd runs over him, and then you see Kevin Bacon on the ground, flat like this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want to run down and go. All is well. Calm down. All is well. It's just to see if you see if you see you know remember it. Isn't isn't it crazy, guys, that we're already coming into the time where Spirit Halloween is going to start opening, and like we're all we're a couple I'm months. I'm it. We're like almost there, fellas. Oh. How, save, how are we supposed to save any money for fucking H45? I am I, I think it. we need to, and it's probably not going to happen, Joe. I think we need to pray that it's stuff that's already been out. Mm-hmm. But I, I you know, I'm hoping it is. I hope so. Yeah. But you know how for it's going to be. For financial reasons and space-wise, too. I can't fit anything else. And even... Talking to, uh, talking to other people, and you even heard Sean Clark say it. There's going to be more merchandising exclusive yeah. than there's ever been. Yeah. So, yep. yeah, it's probably good just to bring another bag, Pat. I'm sorry if you want to mail it. I am. I would. Yeah, yeah, I told the wife. I said because we were. Every time I, t- I I carve out some time and I start looking at flights, I get distracted. But this week, I told her, I said we have to nail down the flight. And then I told her, I said, well, she's like, well, how many bags? We're just going to check two bags. I said, no, three. She's like, we need a third bag. <laughs> and she's like. Then she's like, "Oh, oh, they bring it home. We're bringing home like a big doll of some sort." Yeah. So yeah. she's like, "Oh yeah, exactly. More dolls and more shit that you're gonna buy there." Yeah. And get you're on like, there. you're like, of course, don't be stupid. That's stupid. <laughs> yeah. Get get on there, man, because I know the flights are they're only getting more expensive. Yeah, Joe. I think yeah. this there's issues with oil, right? The Saudis or something. Uh huh. There's yeah, always issues with the, the oil. Saudis. Something going on. We bought. We got our flight tickets already, but it's like, fuck, dude, like. As, as I'm, I just look at them for fun. And I'm like, damn, this is expensive. Joe, yeah, what, I gotta get on what it this you, week. What is your, uh, what's your time frame? So help me out. Oh, fuck, early, early, early Friday morning. You're getting in, okay? And getting in, and then we're leaving uh, early Monday morning. I think early Monday. They just changed my itinerary. It was weird. Like I had booked some times, and they got adjusted, and they changed up the times. It was weird. Yeah, American, that- American that- changed our. A departure on Monday morning to like by ten minutes because I'm yeah Monday morning. It was like I'm, that's a direct flight, I assume, right, uh, Rob? For eight fifty? No, that's that's round trip for one. That's no, a round just, trip. I just want to know if it's if it's yeah. a direct flight though. If there's any stops? Oh, direct. Yeah. Well, I I the one that I got were there were both direct flights from here. I don't know. Of course, you did do Burbank, did you, or you did? Uh, fuck. I don't even know. Well, LAX was... is LAX is you're going to be cheaper. I know you got to drive a little bit for your travel a little further, but I think. We yeah, but is LAX. that a direct flight, Rob? Or do you have a, a, a layover somewhere? You have a stop. I'm just curious because I'm going to start looking again tonight. I know I have a bunch of them saved on my computer and I have to go back and just pull the trigger because we're going yeah. on Monday morning. I guys, I think I, well, I think I told Pat Joe, like I didn't. Uh, direct. Okay. Yeah. He says direct. Yeah. I wanted to go nice. to Burbank because it's only 20 minutes away, but it was just so much more expensive and the flights were so limited. So. Oh, dude. I'll That's be- why I didn't go to Burbank because I, I tried Burbank first and I looked at the prices and yeah, there, there was from what, what I saw for me, there was no direct flights. 
which I can, I can tolerate. I have no, it's not a big deal to, you know, to get off and get on another plane. It's cool. At least do, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't have a problem connecting. Um, but the prices were just obscene. They were really, really high compared to LAX. I think that's where, because a lot of, don't a lot of uh, the celebrities or whatnot go out of Burbank when they can. They'll go to LAX Probably. too, but yeah. But it's going to be yeah, fun, they, man. It's going to be yeah. fun. And anybody out there watching now or after the fact, anybody going age 45, hit us up. We'll be out there. Yeah. You'll see Jeremy who was on here today. He's, Jeremy uh, will be there too. Jeremy's going to be there. Um, Probably Anthony Massey because he said he'd probably be going. So that's that was our guest from two weeks ago. And um, I know Colin's Southern going to be with us next week, but Colin said uh, he's he not going to be go. able to go. Yeah, he can't go. And the Slaughter Lamp guys, yeah, Darren and Frank will be there. They'll be yeah. there. And There's a handful a of, people of people from their group. Yep. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. Was this only? Th- oh, that's right. Rob did not get the VIP ticket. Yeah, because they sold out so quick. Rob, if you got real good, oh no! Did, I, I told him Frank, about it. Yeah, the Darren and Frank uh, already closed that out. You know, he. Can, I don't know because I told Rob. I said, "Hit, go check out the slaughtered lamb." I said because they're giving a VIP ticket away uh, for horror trivia. Oh wow, that's bad, man. That's one nice of them to do that shit, man. Super nice. And this is gonna be this will be the Halloween convention to go to because I don't think the fiftieth is gonna be. God, people are going to be five years older, dude. It's just we're going to lose people in the next five years. And yeah, I'm we got to be realistic on it. I'm you just don't be want realistic. To die. Yeah, yeah, they're long in the tooth. A lot of some of these people, especially from the first movie. So this is that's why you know my wife didn't have a, but she she was cool with it. She's like, no, I understand. I said she's like, yeah. but she said we got to go again in five years. I said probably not. I said you know mm-hmm. this is going to be my this is going to be the swan song. I'm going to go out. I want to take pictures everywhere and do everything and. um We'll go from there. What's this Rob saying? Everything else going Thursday. Want to check? Oh, the Viper Room. Yeah. Is the Viper Room closed? I thought they closed the Viper Room. You might want to check that. I thought the Viper Room closed down. I could be wrong, but I thought I I read somewhere that it did. I don't know. Oh, you're leaving Monday night. Yeah, I'm going. Me and the wife are going to go fly out early Monday, stay in LA for a couple of days, and then go up to Pasadena on Thursday. Yeah, I'll be she, I'll be flying in what Thursday afternoon. I'll leave early Monday morning. So nice. Yeah, because we're gonna we're gonna jet around LA, LA for a couple of days and visit some sites. And oh, just check out the spot. Yeah, because I thought it was closed. I thought I heard that they closed it down. Sure, um, nice. Yeah, so looking forward to that. Seeing some sites, Halloween stuff. Wait until you are the the episode. Probably the next two or three episodes after are going to be huge, huge. Huge episodes because there's going to be so much footage we're going to take. Huge. We're going to go live. I I know we plan on going live out while we're out there, do some live stuff while we're walking around. Uh, we can even do a podcast that Sunday night, depending on what's going on, you know where we are, or just go live from wherever we are that Sunday night. Dude. Do a lot of shit. Yeah, we were talking shit. a little bit about it last night. Like, uh, yeah, I, I you know, just grabbed the selfie stick and you know people that go to town. we meet from the podcast here or we've met from other podcasts do quick little 30 second or you know one minute like little talks about stuff i think it'll be fun we're gonna out rob windsor people are gonna see what he looks like as soon as we walk up there he's like hi i'm rob windsor like let's go live now you're gonna be fucking jamie lee curtis or some shit (laughs) like like nick Uh, castle yeah yeah yeah, he's gonna look yeah (laughs) he'll look like the most interesting man in the world or something (laughs) Now Rob's like, nope, gonna be wearing a mask. 
<laughs> son of a bitch. You yep. son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. Dylan. <laughs> so we're Dylan. at that time. We're at that time of the night. We'll do some shameless plugs for the channel. There's a lot of this is gonna be a busy week for this channel. So if you guys haven't checked it out, go check out my latest that 70s movie review. Don't be afraid of the dark. Very nice. This was the first horror movie I ever saw as a kid and scared the shit out of me. So go check that out. It's a cool uh, hour and 15-minute watch made for TV movie starring uh, our lovely Kim Darby. Yeah, I'm Deborah Myers from Halloween 6. Um, what else is up here? Oh, tomorrow dropping tomorrow morning will be from last week, our top five movie cast ensembles. Very that nice. was a lot of fun. That yeah. was. Oh, Joe, that's right. You weren't there for that, Joe. Uh, I think I was. No, no, no. Joe yeah, was there. He was. Yeah. Well, oh, I'm sorry. No, Joe. I just, just, just throw me out. Just, just throw me the fuck out. No, I forgot. You weren't. You weren't there for the watch along. You were. I, yeah, I the watch along. You, you missed the watch along because you were because you weren't feeling well. Uh, yeah, creepy movie for sure. I was, yeah, go. I was. Go check uh, what do you call it? Uh, I'm still feeling the effects of being put under. He was put under. That's right. From under. Um, let's see what else is I put up here. Oh, this Tuesday, we will be closing out the Halloween franchise with a Halloween Ends live watch along. Oh, my God. We've reached we've reached the mountain. We've reached the top of the mountain. And what a shitty view it is up here. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll be watching Halloween Ends live on Tuesday night for our watch along. So that's going to be interesting and fun. Um, What else we got on the channel? Oh, and then Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Don't be stupid. (laughs) Wednesday, Halloween 3 Movie Book Club, episode number two, chapters five through nine. It's going to get real interesting, boys and girls. So be sure to come check us out on Wednesday night. Uh, If you don't have the book, uh, there's links on uh, the page to for the... uh, Slash is it slash uh, the slasher track? I can I, I can never remember their names. I got I don't remember his name. <laughs> I always forget their names, and they do. They're so good. So just look up uh, the Halloween three novelization, and it should be fine if you guys want to join in. And there's a lot of cool stuff coming up that's not that's in the book that's not in the movie. Yeah. So cool shit. And um, let's nice. see. Oh, I'm embracing my Kiss roots and did a ranking of the Kiss seven, 1970s studio albums. That's up studio on the albums is the key. Just the, the studio albums is the key. It's those seven that are right there uh, behind me. So I had a lot of fun with that and I had so much fun doing that. I'm going to be doing this the albums from the 80s. That'll be out probably later this week. Nice. I'm embracing my Kiss roots. And what makes it even better, I was in a Kiss mood. So next week's that uh, 70s movie review is going to be none other than Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park. Look at Gene Simmons' face. He's like, <laughs> oh man, yeah. don't be stupid. <laughs> don't be stupid. <laughs> so yeah, so if anybody's ever seen Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park, yeah, so back to back TV movies, TV movies. So last week was uh, Don't Be Afraid of the Dark, which is a made for TV, and Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park, made for TV movie, and uh, was touted to be. A hard day's night meets Star Wars. It's anything but that. Paul Stanley needs to shave that chest. <laughs> That's a manly chest right there, my friend. Man- it's a man, baby. Manly. Man. And, uh, you guys have anything going on? Joe, you, you and MB do anything on your channel? Uh, we might do uh, an episode coming up. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. So we, we might do one. Uh, we can't do Tuesday, Wednesday. We might do one Thursday. We might. We might. 
yeah, make sure you go Pretty check out good. Moody's Mind. And uh, I think that's it for tonight, boys. What do you say? We'll yeah. close it out. This was so much fun. Man, yeah, I'm going to go and catch some Z's. Got work in the morning. As, as yeah, y'all do. The yeah, I hate fucking Sunday nights after it's over. Then work starts on Monday. No, it's like a fucking harsh reality. Got to get back to work. Fucking this, this is a great way to like keep the Sunday vibe going. But then when we're done, we're like, oh, fuck. Now we got to go back to work tomorrow. Fuck beans. <laughs> No, I, you know, Jeremy, I, yeah, if he's going to go back and watch, I, thanks for jumping in, Rob. We, we, we thank him for coming on. And, uh, I'm so glad that Joe got to do a show with us too, because I knew he, he's just got all the same passions that us three have. And it was, it was great that he got to come on. And hopefully, Joe, you get to go to that thing in Austin. Um, that's something you might want to look up. If, yeah, I'll meet up with him. Yeah, it was something that because the reason why I didn't, I didn't bring it up or talk about it is because we got all these fucking conventions, man. Like, right. I'm trying to stay for age 45. Like, you got uh, fucking Dallas, you got Houston, you got these little mini pop ups that keep happening. And I'm just like, fuck. I was like, of course I'd like to meet him. But now I'm like, I, we have to go. Now we have to go. Like, well, you know what and, I mean? Like, and he's doing it You're, because he's 94. God knows how many more he's going to be doing. Yeah, so, yeah. And yeah. he's fucking low pan from fucking big trouble. Like, you get him and one of the storms to sign something. That's kind of mega. That's I have, mega. that's the only figure I have left that I didn't sell. And it's not in great condition. I have the very first edition of the big trouble old china figures that they came out with. Oh, and I shit. have the low pan figure. It's beat up oh, the shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. If you if you send it to me, I can get him to sign it, bro. Let's see if I got the picture of it before we hang up. And he's actually in. I just forgot. I remember this. You guys watched? Did you guys watch uh, Tales from the Dark Side, the TV series? Yeah. Oh, I loved it. Do you yeah. remember the episode where he was in it? He was in. It was uh, about the dirty laundry. He ran oh, he was yeah, a, a laundry right. a laundry business, and what he would do is uh the he this one guy who was like a cutthroat guy in a, in a corporation. So to so he was like cutthroat. He didn't give a shit about anybody, but he would have um, almost like remorse. Yeah. So what he did? So what? Uh, uh, why am I forgetting his name? Lopan. What's his real name? I'm drawing a blank on his name. James Hong. Yeah, James Hong would run this dry cleaning. So he would take those memories, so to speak. Like he would wear these, these shirts and he'd do something evil, take the shirt off and put it in the laundry and then give it to him. And he would clean the laundry and it was like wiping away the guilt. Oh, no shit. Yeah. But it slowly crazy. drives him crazy. Yeah. Go check it out. It's a great episode. I, I can always remember him from fucking that episode of Seinfeld. Remember? Seinfeld. Audio four. Yeah, that's right. That's like, come on, legendary. And oh, look at Rob. I, hey, it was a scorcher today, Rob. But it is going to be a hundred and something degrees in a couple of days. Fuck that. Oh uh-huh. yeah, today. But I'm in northeastern Pennsylvania, and it was about oh, close to ninety today. It was hot as hell. Man, you know it's hot when you got that sweat rolling down the crack of your ass. I was <laughs> and, I, and I and I was playing. So the best thing about playing guitar is Ugh. you know with a with a beer belly, the guitar sent, tends to hide it. But I'm sw- <laughs> I'm sweating, and it's, it's that's it. It's like rolling. It's like, <laughs> it's like right down the, down the crack of my ass. I'm like son of a. I'm like. like I'm like, why were you shaking? I go, because it was a sweat was rolling right down the crack of my butt. Fucking swamp ass, funky yeah, head, everything. Oh, big time everything. swamp there ass. It is. <laughs> I was like, what was that, brother? That's it, Joe. Oh, dude, that is so cool with his fucking nails. One. He's like, yep. this. 
he's like, and I like when he's doing that with um, uh, Tommy. He's like this, and when he's playing the video games. <laughs> so it's good, a good bro. movie. It's a it's uh, different than any of the other Carpenter movies in a good way. So fuck yeah. Well, good times, uh, guys. Good times. Great times, guys. Thanks everybody for hanging out in the chat. Anybody, uh, make sure everybody likes, subscribes, all that happy horse shit. Go check out Joe's channel too. Go check out Moody's Mind. Uh, everything is in the description of this video. Like, comment, give us a reach around, pick our nose, scratch my ass, all that fun shit. And uh, we will be back on Tuesday night for a watch along of Halloween Ends. And I know it, it, most people are probably like, I don't want to watch it, but come, it'll be fun. Take my word for it. It'll be fun. <laughs> it's going to be, be a fun. fun watch. Just come along. Don't be stupid. Get, don't your, be head, stupid. get your head out your ass. And yeah, come. don't be stupid. Oh, yeah, right. Well, Rob, hopefully, hopefully uh, Matt's doing a show. We, Matt doesn't know until the end, but yeah, it's good to always catch up with Rob. Yeah, let's see if Matt's doing a show tomorrow night. We'll be over there. Check out uh, Matt Arch and uh, Michael Myers Monday on don't Halloween mind, Daily News. Don't mind me if you, I don't respond. It's usually because I freaking fall asleep. <laughs> you also, real quick, you should get a clip of Scarface where he says, Why don't you try sticking your head up your ass? See if it fits. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I got this word of me and my cojones. <laughs> That's right. Like, fuck, dude. I love that shit. Oh, good shit. I'm writing it down. Oh, oh, this is All right, guys. Okay. Uh, we guys going to hang for a second. We'll say a quick goodbye yeah, afterwards. Absolutely. And uh, everybody, yeah. thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks to Jeremy for jumping on. Make sure you guys go check out the Fred Heads documentary. It's on Amazon. And it's going to be on Tubi. I think he said in like a week or two. So go give him some love. And uh, we'll see like, you guys. Comment. Like, subscribe. All that, all that happy horse shit that we usually say. Don't cost nothing. Just hit that button. Do it. Do it. Do it now.